2: ...and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself unnoticed. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you.
4: Oh!
5: Hey, and welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner, from Uncooperative Blogger. You're listening to CooperativeRadio.com, And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. hello, Susan.
0: Hello, American patriots.
5: All right, what are we talking about this evening?
0: Well, on Thursdays, we start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance. You have some breaking news about the standoff in Oregon. And then we're going to jump right into the fight for our republic with the Second Amendment report. And we will not forget Benghazi. Then it's the economy, stupid, and the fuzzy-muzzy report. Uh, George Washington was elected president today. We'll review if we get to it.
5: Well, not today. Today? Well, today in history. In history, Not right. today. No, but well, in history. You need the, all your words.
0: <laughs> George Washington was elected president today in history. If we get to it.
5: Could have even told him what date, what year. <laughs> anyway, we'll get to that. All right, Patriots, hands of a heart, face the flag. Get on a flag, get a flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And you must have a button to push.
0: No, no, you're going to talk about the uh, news you found.
5: Oh, it's not here in the copy. It says. Secondary. I
0: know, because we just changed it like now. <laughs> by, by that before was 20 minutes
5: ago. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start with this article I got here from OregonLive.com. That's OregonLive.com. Sheriff Bundy, meet on neutral ground to discuss ending refuge occupation. I could pretty much stop there if I wanted to, because that's the end. They gave they gave away the ending. All right. From this is from Crane. I don't know where that is. Hami County Sheriff Dave Ward, backed up by two other sheriffs, met face to face Thursday with protest leader Ammon Bundy, Bundy to bring a peaceful end to the week long occupation. Of the Mailer National Wildlife Refuge. Quote, I'm here to offer safe escort out, the sheriff told Bundy. Go back and kick it around with your folks. I don't know, I think you're outnumbered, Sheriff. Sheriff plans to call Bundy on Friday to see what he and his group have decided. The parley lasted between five and ten minutes and took place in the open at the intersection of a state highway and the back route to the refuge. It was another in a series of twists and turns this past week that have drawn national and international attention to this sparsely populated high desert country. Ward was encouraged to reach out directly to the militants at a town hall meeting Wednesday night in Burns that drew an estimated 400 people.
0: Okay, they're not militants.
5: Where did it? Oh yeah, to the militants. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're militia, so I guess that gets a militant. Militant. I don't know. You know how they see this? They think these people are a bunch of crazy lunatics. They don't realize this is just the beginning. It only gets worse from here. And officers, be prepared for it. You better figure out what side you're on. You're with the people. Or you're with the government. If you're with the government, you're the enemy. End of conversation. Uh, where were we going? is it, somebody Burns. Okay. Several speakers urged the sheriff to do just what he did Thursday, and several ranchers had volunteered to join him, if needed, to end the occupation. They saw a strong showing from Harney County. Sorry, it's not Hammy, it's Harney. Harney County that wanted them to go home. The sheriff said after his brief session with Bundy, Ward was accompanied to the remote location by Sheriffs Brian Wolfe of Baylor County and Andy Long of Tillamook County, as well as three rigs carrying heavily armed law enforcement officers. Uh, You're lucky to kick off a shooting right there. You don't show up to a parlay with all that. It's just one or two people and that's it. Bundy and about 20 other militants took over the headquarters compound of the refugee on Saturday, and additional protesters have been arriving in the past day. Bundy, a member, wait, I I remember those numbers being higher than that when it started out. How would we get down to 20? And they're militia members, not militants. Now it's too many times using the word militants, especially when you call it militant Islam.
0: That's what I was going for.
5: Well, you didn't go there.
0: Well, I was waiting for you to get there.
5: Well, there you go.
0: <laughs> no, again, they're go—they're going to vilify us, we the people. We are the enemy. No, we're not. We the people gave you, Sheriff, your power.
5: What's going on with my corner of, what is this? I'm using, uh, I'm just using Firefox tonight for some reason. And all these notifications are popping up on the right-hand side of the lower screen. Low right-hand corner. I have no idea where it's from. It's all, all about Bundy, though. I got 291 new comments. <laughs> wow. All right, so uh, 20 other militiamen took over the headquarters. Compa- it was more than that. I don't know how it got down to 20. This happened on Saturday, and additional protesters have been arriving in the past day. Bundy, a member of the Arizona ranching family, has said repeatedly that the occupation was to protest the imprisonment of two Harney County ranchers and to demand that the federal government turn over ownership of federal land to local control because that government owning federal land is unconstitutional except for what they need to fulfill their constitutional obligations. Uh, Forts, magazines, and other needful buildings. No parks, no monuments, no nothing. All of that federal land belongs to the states. That's where they're coming from, and of course, they're not going to be quoted properly. They're going to twist everything around to make them sound like they're crazy.
0: You know, but the papers did that in the, during the Revolution, too. Um, when I do the Women of the Revolution show, Deb has read a couple of articles, and it was the same crap. You know, they were twisting around their words, and, you know, this paper was for it, the other paper wasn't. I mean, it, it went on during the Revolutionary War as well. So...
5: The only point to remember is it's going to take crazy to get rid of this government. So color me crazy. Um, and I got interrupted again. I don't know where I was. Uh, I said repeatedly that at the occupiers' of protest imprisonment, uh, the, the meeting happened in one of the most remote spots in Oregon, near where Highway 78 intersects with Lava Bed Road. This is largely flat terrain sage country that hosts few people and sustains thousands of cattle no it's not sage country it's where sage is an invasive species problem country and that's why the 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 ammon ammon oh no who was it uh, I forget their name now that that's why they were put in jail because they tried to burn the well they did they burnt the sage on their land but it got out of control because they didn't know they were doing another another burn in the forest. They were the ranchers were informed. So it got out of hand, it got onto federal land. Nobody was hurt and but because of that the judge threw him in jail. That's called managing the land. You have to get rid of the sagebrush. And when cows eat sagebrush it makes the meat taste like crap. So there's a problem you need to get rid you need grass not sagebrush and so that's all they were doing was burning the sagebrush which is the proper way to do it
0: see and what happened was that i've read on other articles two things i don't well let me f- let you finish this in case i have it in here
5: okay uh flat- this is largely sagebrush country that hosts few people and sustains thousands of cattle there has probably been no more unlikely place for the work of ending a confrontation that has turned life upside down in Harney County. The protesters have been left alone at the refuge. They have been free to come and go at will and have dispatched supporters 30 miles to Burns for supplies. They have held daily news conferences, allowed reporters to explore outside the buildings and have hosted dozens of local residents who have come to talk. Several protesters attended the town hall meeting but didn't speak. Ward said only local residents could have the mic. Yeah, it has been the face of law enforcement response to the takeover, though the FBI is leading the investigation of the compound seizure. Uh oh, here's where it gets bad. Now we're gonna get chanks and everything else. Go and watch. Ward has been consistent in his message. It's time for the militants to break militia. They're not militants. To break camp and go home to their families. They're militants that have killed people already, for one thing. They haven't killed or hurt anybody. He said he would give them an escort out of Harney County to help end the standoff. I want to give them every opportunity to leave peacefully, Ward said, after talking to Bundy. But he acknowledged I don't feel like they think they've got enough attention yet there's a nice map here showing where showing exactly where all this happened
2: okay and it's so, uh, it's
5: good people are going crazy in the lower left of the corner of my screen here this has 839 comments already this article it's a local station web page
0: well and they didn't say on this and i'm sure they said it on other articles because that's where i read it that um they went to the state the, the first thing that the feds did is go to the state uh Courts, and the courts fa- didn't found that they had no they had no reason to arrest these guys and put them in jail. So that's when they went to the feds, and then the feds said, "Oh no, yeah, put them in jail." They already decided well, that's, this. That's the feds' answer to everything. That, and besides, they this.
5: want all the ranch land Don't you understand? They're they're, they're doing the agenda twenty one. They want ranchers off federal lands, but they have right to be on the land because they have grazing rights on the land so they're try now they they attack them they try to take their confiscate their cattle, Bundy ranch remember uh now they 're doing it up in Oregon <laughs> same thing. throw the ranch to the else, so they they like fail their ranch fails, and uh then the government takes it over so it 's pretty neat the way they 're doing this, huh?
0: <laughs> the other thing I saw as a comment that the people who are in jail. They said that this militia doesn't speak for them. Cowards. You freaking cowards. I can't believe they they released that statement.
5: What, the Bundys?
0: No, the people that are in jail that they came oh, there to the, protest. the two brothers? Yeah. Their family said that they don't speak for us. What well, a bunch of cowards. Yes,
5: they are, but they don't speak for them, actually. So they They are the militia. And they have a man in charge that speaks for the militia. And that's it.
0: They are actually speaking for all of us out here, conservatives, who are sick and tired of the government getting in our lives. Correct. They're speaking for all of us. That's so right. for them to do that statement is cowardly.
5: Well, the family's got to live there, Susan. That They live there in Oregon. They're not visiting.
0: Yeah, well, then so they should it's stand not up not them not themselves. not that very
5: popular amongst Oregonians, you can imagine, since it's a left coast operation. It's the left coast. They're full of nothing but progressives. Yeah, there's sprinklings of conservatism, so what? Uh, I don't understand why people would stay in these places when you're conservative. Please just move. Find, find a state everybody, all conservatives want to move to. Pick that state and everyone go there.
0: And kick all the progs out.
5: We got plenty of room in Montana. No one from California, please, who isn't a conservative and wants to live like people in Montana and not like people in California. That's a big problem across the country. Cidified, uh, suburbanites, etc. that come from like New York or California and they just pollute every place they go. With the same crap that they polluted the place they left. It just boggles the mind. People, if you're leaving some place because you don't like it the way it is, don't try and make the new place into something like it. It's simple. It, it's amazing. It's like a mental disease. Well, I guess it is. I already said progressivism is a mental disorder. So... Uh, yeah, they just turn it into where they came from. That's a good idea. Then they don't like it. Then they don't like it there. Then what are they going to do? Now we're going to move someplace else and ruin someplace else. No, no, no. We need a nice, strong, conservative uh, state where no Prague will, will ever want to go to, and uh, we'll be happy and smiling, and left alone for a period of time until the confrontation comes, where which is on its way between the people and the government. This is a sim. This is just. A symptom. This isn't the what they would call the disease. This is just a symptom. These feelings are spread all across the United States. And I don't 868 comments on this article. That's because the progs have all come over here, and the little young prog millennials are going crazy with their drivel.
0: That's the word you haven't gotten back.
5: What do you mean? Drivel. I mean, got it back.
0: Had everybody say,
5: Oh, I've had uh, people say dribble. Yeah. yeah, yeah, even Mark Levin said dribble.
0: <laughs> We're keeping track here.
5: 870 <laughs> comments. Wow, again, this is argonlive.com. If you'd like to get in on the debate over there on that webpage, you can serve us out there. I highly recommend you go there and bust their chops while you're listening to this wonderful radio show.
0: And with that, I do have to push a button. All right, push
5: the button.
3: Mr. President, members of Congress, you've been making a lot of noise about taking our guns away. But you might want to review history. 1835, Gonzales, Texas Territory. The authorities wanted to confiscate the big gun that protected that colony. You know what the people said? Come and take it. Because they were willing to fight for their freedom and their guns. So are we.
4: Come and take it if you want it. Come and take it if you think you can. Come and take it. But I warn you, you'll have to buy it from our cold dead hands. We want the freedom that God gave us. So you best not cross that line. If you want this gun, you gotta come through us and take it.
3: One shot at a time. Just like Gonzales. We're keeping our guns.
5: All right. Thank you, Steve Voss. And that means it's time for the Second Amendment Report, starting with an armed citizen story by Susan.
0: Okay, this is from America's First Freedom. And it's a magazine of the NRA. Yeah, get over it.
5: Okay, let's see. We can get over it. Who does, who does the left hate? Who does the left constantly say <laughs> is the one that's in their way? The NRA. Yep. Enough said.
0: On election day, 2014, Jonathan McCormick was at home watching television. His wife was asleep nearby and his children were out playing when a man wearing a bandana entered, struck a pistol to McCormick's head and demanded money. Again, this is the most dangerous situation you could ever be in in your entire life.
5: What's it? A home invasion. Yeah. So whatever's coming through that door, it means to do you harm. I mean,
0: the, his wife's asleep in him. His kids are in the backyard, Brian. This is really scary stuff. McCormick emptied his pockets, but the robber demanded more. When the suspect turned his focus to Mrs. McCor- to Mr. McCormick's wife, McCormick went into another room and retrieved a forty five caliber pistol. He pointed it at the masked man and repeatedly asked him to leave. To leave. Instead, the trespasser raised his gun, prompting McCormick to shoot him. The robber died. Yay! While no charges were filed against him, McCormick has received threats against his family via social media. He responded, what would you do if someone came in and pointed a gun at your family? Who wouldn't do the same? The Tennessean, Anatok Tennessee, 11 16, 2014 What the hell is going on with people down in the South? What in the wide, wide world
5: of sports is going on?
0: This is Tennessee, for goodness sake.
5: This is Tennessee. Yeah, there are criminals everywhere.
0: Well, no, I'm talking about he's getting now he's getting threats from his family by social media in Tennessee. He's not getting any charges against him why He's is he getting to...
5: threats he... because of him killing this guy but well, why would they threaten him i don't with know what that's are that's they
0: threatening with that's what he said Threatening him with what he said while what no charges doing? were filed against him McCormick has received threats against his family via social media
5: oh no not by his family not from his family at his family susan that's, that's what why i said. had you know already... you did not you let the listeners decide. <laughs> no, you did not say that.
0: He was getting threats via social media. What the hell is going on?
5: You said by his family. Not by his family. Not from I actually said from his family. His family is the one getting the threats from social media. Strangers on social media. Left-wing lunatics. You know, the left-wing liberal, progressive, socialist, commie, fascist, status, bastards. Which, there's so many useful idiots amongst the millennials out there. Uh Sorry, sorry if you're a millennial because, and you're a conservative or libertarian, real libertarian because you you've you got no friends, man. Right? It's just not. It's not good. Anyway, I need something to prop this up with, Susan. I've been looking for.
0: Okay, in a minute.
5: Okay. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. It's overheating. I was wondering if it would run cooler without the battery in it, but it doesn't run cooler without the battery in it. For the record. Alright, uh, so we did the armed citizen, now it's time to go to InfoWars. Why? I don't know. Why not? Infowars.com A Chinese immigrant took a bold stand against President Caesar Brock's Obamas Recent executive actions on gun control Tuesday in a viral message posted to social media. Lily Tang Williams The state chair of the Colorado Libertarian Party posted a photo to Facebook featuring her AR-15 rifle and the American flag with a vow to never again be a slave. I am a Chinese immigrant and an American citizen by choice. I once was a slave before and I will never be one again, Williams wrote. If you believe more gun control by your government is going to save lives, you are being naive. The champion of all the mass killings in this world is always a tyrannical government. Williams went on to point out the thousands of unarmed students killed during the Tiananmen, Tian, my, God, haven't heard this one in a while, Tiananmen Square massacre. Promising to defy it, we call it Tiananmen. It's not the T's pronounced a G anyway. I don't know how they say it in Chinese. Uh, Killed during the Tiananmen Square massacre, promising to defy the president and his pen. Where I come from, China had killed thousands of the students by its own government during the massacre of Tiananmen Square in 1989. I surely wish my fellow Chinese citizens back then had guns like this one I'm holding in the picture, she wrote. I will always stand with my AR no matter what. My president signs with his pen. The post, which has received more than 2,000 shares, drew widespread support from Second Amendment advocates online. Lily, you have, quote, Lily, you have seen what most Americans have only heard about. Plus, you became a citizen and you are politically active and have chosen conservative alliances, one Facebook user wrote. You are more American than many born here. I agree. During a public address from the Oval Office Monday, President Caesar Brox Obamas labeled the executive actions as consistent with the Second Amendment. Are you
0: freaking kidding me?
5: Williams joins the Infowars Nightly News last February to tell of China's corruption and the dangerous path she now sees the United States heading down. I heard that statement, too. I'm surprised he didn't burst into flames after he said it. I know. How could it possibly be? when it clearly states the people's right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That is the most important part of the Second Amendment. It doesn't say the militia's right. It doesn't say the guards' right. It doesn't say the government's right. It says the people's right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It is explaining why all those other things before it had had to be. In order to have, blank, the people's, Right to keep and bear arms, shall not be infringed. Shall, strongest word legally you can use for not. Must, if it shall not. Actually, I'm sorry, shall is must. Uh, So must and infringed means touched in any way. So must not be touched in any way. How can they have one, one gun control law? They're not allowed one gun control law. None. And that was the way it was before the Second Amendment was ratified. It was or The Constitution didn't give them any power over guns, that now did it? No, there was no mention of firearms at all, right? Right. And the Commerce Clause was exactly the same as it is today, and yet the government did use the Commerce Clause to get involved in commerce because they knew that's not what it meant. It was meant to make commerce flow freely between and amongst the states in other words uh, make sure no state is tariffing other people's goods going through it uh, blocking passage of, of trade through their through their state via waterways or land etc. all this stuff was going on in the Articles of Confederation and that's why they sent delegates to fix it but there's nothing in the constitution before the amendments that even mentions the word firearm or guts. two words sorry or guns. Um, it's not there. It's not there for a reason. They have no power over it. That power is left to the states and the people respectively. So we know Obamaist doesn't know anything about the Constitution. We know the only thing he knows about the Constitution is how to subvert it. We know that's what all constitutional lawyers do. Oh yeah, the overwhelming majority of them uh, just destroy the Constitution. That's what they do. Twist it, the courts twist it, and mangle it until it means the opposite of what it was supposed to mean. And no, liberty amendments will not save us. Those liberty amendments may kill us, but they won't save us. It certainly won't restore the Republic. It'll permanently destroy the Republic. I defy you to read those things and decide whether the government has any power over what Levin's giving them in his Liberty Amendments. He is granting them power that they have stolen. The stolen power disappears the minute we get back in control. But you amend the Constitution to make those things legal, then there's no reason to even do anything, right? It's all gone. It's all good now. That's it. Everything they're doing is legal. It's just controlled. And his idea of control is having the federal government be the watchdog of the federal government. Now, who thinks that's smart? Who doesn't know that that's not what the founders did? I, they they gave us a constitutional republic with an extremely limited central government, just enough power to occupy, and all the power left with the states and the people, mostly people. These would take all that power away, and oh, we're gonna we're gonna veto the president. Well, then the Supreme Court decides, and if the Supreme Court decides, then it goes to the legislative branch. Wow. The fox guarding the hen house. And you wonder why I get so damn ticked off at people that are supposedly on my side. With that, we're going to go to a commercial break. It's so, cooperative radio show. Stay tuned, because we'll be right back.
6: The path to restoring our republic was laid down by our founding fathers. The principles of freedom, liberty, personal responsibility, and limited government are conservative ideals we will never abandon.
4: America is listening.
6: Grassroots, common sense, conservative talk radio. It's on the Internet. Tune tune, tune in now. Red State Talk Radio, featuring some of the most popular Internet talk show hosts in America today. Are you listening? RedStateTalkRadio.com
3: Grandma, can you come out and play?
1: Sure, Ellie. Oh, my. You might want to come here and help Grandma. What's the matter, Grandma? Can't you stand? Oh, sorry, honey. It's my knees. They don't
6: work the way they used to. Does this ever happen to you? Are you on Medicare? You may qualify for a pain-relieving knee brace at little or no cost to you. Call the health hotline to see if you qualify. Our friendly agents are standing by 24-7 to help you. We also have braces for your shoulder, ankle, or back pain. And if you're covered by Medicare, you may qualify for free delivery.
0: Grandma, slow down. I can't keep up. Maybe you can use a knee brace too, Ellie. Catch me if you can, kiddo.
6: Call now to get your pain-relieving knee brace. 800-368-6704. 800-368-6704. 800-368-6704. That's 800-368-6704. If you are struggling to pay or
3: haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments?
6: Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 9168. 800-764-9168. That's 800-764-9168.
5: Back to the Uncle the Radio Show, how I have one.
0: Your voice sounds better, Brian.
5: Yeah, it does a little better.
0: It does. Yes. He's got a terrible sinus problem. <laughs> Poor baby.
5: That's not, how that's not much bother my throat is bothering me, <clears throat> like it is right now, actually. Mm. And so then, plus the post-nasal drip. It's fun. <laughs>
0: Growing old is absolutely a sport.
5: (laughs) Uh, Yes, it's not for the faint of heart. Or as I say, getting old ain't for wusses. They actually used a different letter, but you know what I'm saying. All right, again from InfoWars. Americans skeptical of so-called man-made climate change could lose their Second Amendment rights under Obama's latest executive order yes washington even used executive orders Oh, you go boy the commies got you parroting nonsense yes but none of his executive orders had any effect on we the people because they're only interdepartmental memos that's all they are and you know, they are supposed to have no power over us up there and oh but the legislative branch gave them the power well, first, the registration branch didn't have the power to begin with, but even if they did, you can't transfer power between branches of government without amending the Constitution, which they haven't done. All of those bureaucracies, except for the IRS, unfortunately, uh unconstitutional and gone. Yeah, I see Rubio talking big. I mean, uh, that that executive order about guns is gone. How about every executive order you would lead us freak? Anybody thinking of voting for Rubio, uh, don't, please. He's the he's the, he's the establishment candidate, uh, along with Jeb Bush. They have two. It's called a backup. And he, we already know his true colors. Oh, I'm not for amnesty. I'm never going to go and vote for amnesty. He's told people in Florida. What's the first thing he did? He got involved in the Gang of Eight. And it was Rubio's idea, Rubio's plan, and comprehensive immigration reform just like mccain so i i don't understand how we need another john mccain that's younger yeah he, he could be there forever think about it how long has mccain been there i don't know longer than i can i care to remember i don't remember him getting he by the time i was waking up to politics he was already there and he's still there And it's amazing how you people just refuse to understand if you think it's only R or D and the R happens to be a progressive, then you might as well vote for the D and get that guy out of office. And then next time around, you can get the other guy back out of office by voting for the Republican. But this time they may give you someone that's actually worth talking to and voting for. Anyway, let's get back to Infowars. Americans skeptical of so-called man-made climate change could lose their Second Amendment rights under Obama's latest executive order, considering that psychologists have said global warming skeptics are mentally ill. Oh, yeah, homosexuals are mentally ill, but people that don't buy junk science, they're the ones with the mental disorder. No, these psychologists are the ones with the mental disorder, the the people that go into psychology they usually go into it because they have their own mental problems to deal with. So just remember that when you plop down money for the guy sitting there going, "Tell me how how that makes you feel for an hour," and charges you I don't know how many bucks an hour. Just remember they they got their own mental problems, uh, and that's why they're all required to see some other psychologists. Over the past several years, various psychologists and media personalities have suggested climate denial. First of all, we don't deny there's climate doofus. is a dangerous mental disorder which threatens the lives of billions of people. No, actually, progressivism is. And if you want to go down this road, be very careful who ends up in power next. Because if it's a conservative, uh, he's going to add you to the list because you're a progressive. And that's a mental disorder and psychobabble who cares for example in 2009 the the university of west england hosted a major conference on climate change denial again we don't eat, we don't deny climate and we don't deny climate change we just we just deny man is causing it but shockingly the conference was organized by psychotherapists and psychologists all of which by the way are not doctors. Psychiatrists are doctors. Psychologists and psychotherapists are not. And thankfully they can't give you any medication. If you want meds you got to go you got to go to a psychiatrist. He's an MD. And the University of Oregon's Carrie Norgard suggested skeptics must be recognized and treated for their aberrant social behavior. This is your Progs in action. There's, aren't you? This is who the progressive movement is, and even worse than this. But it's showing its colors here. It's all about slavery, and you're going to be one. You should have listen to the the Chinese woman. She's right. The idea that climate change is a psychological disorder. The product of a spiteful, willful, or simply inbuilt neural inability to face up to the catastrophe of global warming. Uh, uh, wait a minute. You're going away from global warming. It's it's just climate change now, right? Now Because it ain't getting warm. Is becoming more and more popular amongst green-leaning activists and academics. Journalist Brendan O'Neill reported that's because the green movement has, our long since, been taken over by the Communist Party. CPUSA.org, and you don't have to believe me. You can, uh, you can look at the people that have left the movements because of that. So the Environazis or the Eco Nuts, whatever you want to call them. And nothing better sums up the elitism and authoritarianism of the environmentalist lobby than its psychologization of dissent. Psychologization? Is that a word? (laughs) Uh, It's got a red line under it. Psychological psychology. No, there's no... (laughs) That doesn't mean it doesn't exist, but psychologization... Psychologization... Psychologization, psychologization, okay, that was a weird word to learn how to put together. Of dissent, the labeling. Of, well, here, who wrote this? Journalist Brennan O'Neill report Who's writing this? Because you guys at Infowars, do you have a spell checker on your word processor? Because there's a lot of red lines over words here that uh, they might have looked up, like willful labeling, skeptics. <clears throat> that's just one paragraph the labeling of any criticism of the politics of global warming first as denial and now as ev- evidence of mass psychological instability they're do- they're they're pro- they're projecting again they're projecting their faults on us they're the nut jobs not us the only reason this climate change thing exists is to bring in a new socialist world order. The creator of the IPCC said he hoped that this would bring global socialism. Bring about global society. That's the whole point of climate change. It's not about the climate. It's about redistribution of wealth. It's about making uh, making America feel the pain and take our money and give it away to third world nations. All of which is unconstitutional. I'm sorry, since he didn't call it a treaty, and he didn't go through proper treaty channels, that's not a trade treaty, it's only a trade agreement. Which which is not binding to the American people. Sorry. It's an attempt to write off all skeptics, blah blah blah, deranged, and to lay the ground for inevitable authoritarian solutions to the problem of climate change. Historically, only the most illiberal and misanthropic regimes have treated disagreement and debate as a sign of mental illness, mental ill health. What the heck is that? He added, and under Obama's new rules on gun sales, psychologists can now report people they consider mentally ill to the FBI so they can no longer purchase a firearm understand that most psychologists are left-wing lunatics and hate guns so they'll they have no problem with getting you by getting your guns taken away from you they will feel so happy that they did that to all their patients they're going to be the solution to guns in america everybody that wants a gun is mentally ill therefore they can't have a gun there you go problem solved What did I say years ago? Didn't I warn conservatives and libertarians about the whole mental health thing as a very bad road to go down and you're doing the left all the favors in the world? The minute our guns are gone, it's over, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't want to live in a country that has guns, you need to move. Because when we take back control everybody's going to have a gun. And if you don't like guns, you should go move someplace else. If you don't like the Constitution of the United States because it gets in the way of bringing around social justice, well, go somewhere else where they're more open to social justice. It's not in the Constitution, so it doesn't exist. Current law prohibits individuals from buying a gun if, because of a mental health issue... They are either a danger to themselves or others or are unable to manage their own affairs, the White House revealed. Yeah, what about it? They are in danger to themselves or others. If if someone is a danger to themselves and others, Obamitous, they are committed. They aren't just left to their own devices. If you are a danger to yourself and others, that's the definition of how to get put up as a nut job, and they're going to say that anybody that owns a gun is a danger to themselves or others, because as we all know, most most gun owners shoot themselves or their loved ones with guns. That's what happens. I, we we hear that story all the time, right? Wrong. Right. Wrong. 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 There was something she didn't She didn't continue on. This isn't the whole article, something's wrong. I'm sure it went on past what the house, White House revealed. Now, I told you, who's going to decide whether you have a mental health issue or not? Who makes that decision? A bureaucrat's going to make that decision, that's who. And uh, youth, bureaucrats uh, work for the government. The government doesn't like guns. And so they're, they're just going to take over your guns. They're doing it to veterans already. I, I reported on it numerous times. It's hard to find, but it's, it, the stories are out there. It shouldn't be hard to find. We should have a webpage just for veterans to complain about the government taking their guns away from them. From WorldNet Daily. Among the provisions of what Barackus Obaminas calls common sense measures to stop gun violence, uh, you want to stop gun violence, give more people guns which critics condemn as the president's latest unconstitutional and runs around Congress. any Even Congress making the law is a violation of the Second Amendment. So, either way, it's unconstitutional. One controversial new rule empowers health care providers to report the names of mental, mentally ill patients to a FBI firearms background check system. The pro- providers will no longer need to obtain the patient's consent before sharing such information. Obvious problems with this measure have been cited, such as the effect of discouraging battle-scarred military veterans from seeking mental health care for fear of losing their right to possess a firearm. And they should, and they shouldn't. And by the way, don't take those psych meds they're giving you. Watch, be careful of those antidepressants and SRIs. Make sure you're you're not getting a little Looney Tune, because... We don't need any more mass shootings because of the drugs that the government shoves down everybody's throat. But journalist David Kupelian, author of the influential new book The Snapping of the American Mind, even questions whether Obama's far-left administration might possibly be tempted to use this new rule to target dissidents, outspoken critics, conservatives, Christians, constitutionalists and the like as mentally impaired or unstable and therefore unfit for gun ownership don't laugh capellian said the left which in today's american america don't dominates not only government but also psychology and social sciences social sciences was created by you guessed it socialists it's in the title social has a proven track record throughout modern history of demonizing and pathologizing, pathologizing conservatism and Christianity. In fact, Capellian noted he predicted this very sort of thing in the snapping of the American mind in that recently released book he wrote.
0: You know, this is exactly what happened in all the communist countries. They, the first thing that we had to, everyone had to do was hide from people that they normally would be able to tell about themselves, especially health. It was the first thing that they've done in all these communist countries.
5: You know, the the ones coming back from the military, you don't have to worry about getting on the list because you're already on it. Everybody who was deployed that came back to the United States is on the list. You can't get guns. And they will come and take your guns away if they find out you have them. Because you obviously are suffering from PTSD Everybody that goes to war suffers from PTSD, so you can't have a firearm. This is the kind of stuff that's going to go on. It's only starting now. You have no idea. Anyway, uh, under Obama's, the U.S. government has seen fit to target dissidents in a variety of ways, from Homeland Security profiling conservatives as potential quote-unquote extremists, to the IRS notoriously discriminating against Tea Party groups, to the legal prosecution of Christians for declining to participate in homosexual wedding ceremonies. How big a leap might it be from these forms of persecution to diagnosing members of the same groups as mentally ill, disordered, or impaired? That would certainly be a handy way to deny firearms ownership to such newly minted mental health risks. This is important because they are already doing this to us as much as they can. Now they're going to open the floodgates. Homosexuals are no longer in the treatment manual for psychobabble. So they're saying, us conservative, heterosexual, white people, we're mentally ill. We're the mentally ill The crazy ones say, the cra- I told you, the crazies are running the asylum. Uh, there is ample precedent for this, as Coppellian notes. In the Soviet Union, brave dissidents who spoke out against communism were diagnosed with invented conditions like philosophical intoxication and sluggish schizophrenia and were confined in psychiatric hospitals for treatment. Even today in America, conservatives are constantly slammed with labels that apply some sort of mental disorder, Coupellian writes in his book. Consider those who complain their once great country has been overrun with illegal immigrants. Aliens are branded xenophobic, a pathologically, pathologic, pathologizing. These words are killing me. Pathologizing. <laughs> <There you are. laughs> label implying. It's just, these words are made up. Of, where did these pathologizing? That's putting two words together and making a new one. Pathologizing label implying one as a phobia, a mental disorder. Opponents of radically redefining marriage are homophobic, a made-up pathologic, pathologizing, if I look at the word I can't say it, pathologizing label. Those objecting to Islamist Muslim. Subversion of the United States are Islamophobic. Another made-up pathologizing label. Some with biphobia for people who don't like to be around bisexuals and transphobia for people uncomfortable around transgender people. No, it's... Phobia means irrational fear. Being uncomfortable around transgender... How is that irrational? They just don't like being around them. We have to like being around people that are freaks? Look, I'm sorry. Transgendered people need to be in the in the circus, where they always have been before, along with the hermaphrodites and the rest of them. Uh, this is just sickening. I, I just, you had to, this whole homosexual thing has just absolutely got me to the point where I'm disgusted by it. I, I now no longer want to even hear from a homosexual. I don't care how they vote or who they are. I just don't care anymore. I'm tired of it. Abbey Normal. Remember Frankenstein? Young Frankenstein? Abbey Normal? Yeah. That's a progressives. They'd be Abbey Normal. But the problem is the progressives are running the whole country because they intentionally infiltrated it. Everywhere from the school system to the governments to... I mean, every part of our lives we're interacting with progs. So they're in government. And they're in charge. They Because in this country, the government governs us tells us what to do makes us do things we don't want to do that's not legal in this country it is not legal the government the constitution has never been replaced not yet totally ignored yes those questioning catastrophic man-caused global warming it's not it hasn't been warming it's been cooling are climate change deniers. No, we believe in climate change. We don't believe... Man, but he's a, bri- a big part of it. And we got to go to a hard break, Young Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back.
1: This is Jeff Carlisi from the Band 38 special, Let Us Never Forget that police lives matter.
4: New from Class Envy Productions, the people who brought you Obamacare, Cleopatra Obama, and Barry's got a brand new stash. An all-new exploitation picture starring Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, and a cast of millions and millions of unemployed Americans who all got The Shaft.
3: Members of Congress and my fellow Americans, while on vacation, working on my new new jobs plan... I realize there are steps we can take, right now, to improve people's lives. But I, I want to continue to build roads and bridges, protect union jobs, and pay people to sit at home for another year. And every proposal I've laid out will be paid for by our children. There is the man who never had any other plan
4: except the...
6: He's damn right.
4: He's the cat who won't
6: slow down when the country's going south. From the shop. shop. You can you dig it? You see, this cat Barry is one dumb mother. Shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Obama. Oh, okay. He's not a
4: complicated man, but nobody understands him but his woman, Michelle. Barack!
2: Barack! You didn't eat the apples in your happy meal, but
4: I
3: don't want them
4: shaft now playing in an economy near you you damn right
3: Welcome to the Red State Cafe. My name's Darla. You ready to order, sweetie?
1: Your omelets are made with organic eggs,
3: right?
4: They come from a chicken's ass. That organic enough for you, sugar?
3: Uh, what's your pork? Is it steroid-free? It is by the time Chef Earl is done with it, honey. Well, how about your chicken fried steak? That's made with free-range chicken, right?
4: Free-range? We can't afford to give it away, darling.
1: Look, I don't see it on the menu, but can you just make me a progressive omelet?
3: Mm. Sugar, you're in the wrong restaurant.
2: She'll be all right for a while. For a while, she can smile until Barack comes back and she goes on the attack and it doesn't work. Oh, hell! You know I taught her well. You couldn't tell that she fakes crying.
0: Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E-1 through E-6 and all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at OperationHomefront.net.
6: The private sector is doing fine.
0: President
4: Obama's promise to get national unemployment under 8% has not yet been realized. Forty consecutive
6: months of 8% unemployment or more. Uh, The private sector is doing fine.
4: The
2: recovery has kind of slowed down. You can see that in our jobs numbers.
6: Uh, The private sector is doing fine. It's the weakest recovery we've ever had. Uh, The private sector is doing fine.
4: There isn't a hell of a lot that we can do to change human behavior. We keep making laws to try and change human behavior. You can't do it. I think you can accept it and and feel how you would feel in that You're being conned into Keynesianism and Socialism now. but it isn't going to stop the selfishness of human behavior it isn't going to stop the greed if you give take twenty dollars and give a dollar to every son of a bitch in a room and come back a year later one of the bastards will have most of the money (laughs) I mean it's just human nature and you're not going (coughs) to you're not going to whip it with a lot of laws I think when you make people conscious as communication gets better and you make people conscious of somebody in trouble starving or something like that the average person will help but of course now it get so there are many charities and there's so much professionalism you know there's uh, if you have a charity you hire some professionals to Work up the charity, but the time you get the money, you get four dollars for the recipient and four hundred dollars for the for the administrators. So I mean, Christ. Uh
5: Welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. You can tell we just got in here in time. <laughs>
0: I'm watching everything.
5: Watching everything. I'm getting all tangled up. Hell, hell.
0: <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. You can see he's got wires and through his glasses and his, through his microphone. <laughs> Get off of me. <laughs> Oh, I give up. I <laughs> can't see what he's doing and I can't help him.
5: All right, welcome back to <laughs> hour 2 of the Uncooperative radio show. Hour 2 2 2. two. All right, back to pathologizing.
4: <sighs>
5: the question The questioning catastrophic man-caused global warming are climate change deniers, an epithet designed to convey not merely pathological denial, but moral equivalence to Holocaust deniers. In other words, dangerous derangement. That's That's the definition of a progressive, isn't it? Clearly... Not everyone is worried about government abuse of the mental health system, as Politico reported. Great, we're going to have the left attacking the conservatives to put them in, in re-education camps. We're going to have the right if they get in charge, uh, the Republicans, they're going to, what, they're going to put the progressives in re-education camps? This is going to be a really weird country in a matter of no time. We'll be we'll just be a bunch of nuts. Clearly, not everyone is worried about the government abuse of the mental health system, as Politico... Reported. Remember, Politico is what? Progressive. Paul Gianfrido, chief executive of the mental health rights advocate, Mental Health America, said she believes the White House strikes the right balance between the need to have this information shared with the FBI's background check system and protecting individuals' privacy. How about you just protect my unalienable rights? What do you think of that? Current law allows HIPAA exclusions for law enforcement purposes, but it's a broad exclusion. That could be a barn door open quite wide, and if administration really wanted to open it, and they didn't, Gianfrido said.
0: You know, they made such a big stink when no, I but was they a nurse smart. over
5: HIPAA. No, no, don't be, listen, I don't care about HIPAA. Guns. This is about guns. The wide door opened it, and they didn't. Well, yes, they did. They're smart enough to try and make it palatable to the American people. But, if you start with these following of the individual who has guns, who doesn't, every time you sell or lose a gun, you got to report it to the government. Every sale must be reported to the government. Okay. What does that mean? That means every gun's registered. If the implements that, every gun is registered. The government knows where you bought your gun, how long you've had your gun, who you sold the gun to, he's got it now. They you know where they will know where every gun is and these people don't think oh I mean he didn't he didn't really go, he could have went further and he didn't. You can't go any further than gun registration. Which is what this is. I told you they were gonna use this mental health thing if the conservatives start backing it. Please. People on my side of of the universe. Just say no to new laws, no to restrictions on everybody's liberty, just no. Rubber band time. Kupelian scoffed at what he sees as Giafrito's naivete. Once the barn door is opened even a little, what will stop it from being opened all the way in the future? Capellian asks. Nothing, as history proves. Veteran news and opinion writer Cheryl Chumley, like Coppellian, is deeply uncomfortable with the new rule on mental health and gun control. Gun control is hitting your target. This is a wolf in sheep's disguise, said Chumley, author of Police State USA. Oh, we should have him on. It's a her. We should have her on. Republicans have been saying for years the problem with gun-related violence has nothing to do with the guns themselves as guns are inanimate objects and cannot operate absent a shooter. But rather, the problem of gun-related violence is one of mental health, and on that, Obaminas has turned a blind eye and deaf ear, preferring instead to make emotion filled pleas on the heels of gun-related acts of violence for the more restrictive curbs to the Second Amendment. But those have failed. So, in the face of failure upon failure of pressing more Comprehensive gun controls through Congress. Now comes Obaminists. The ones there now are illegal. Therefore, they're void. End of conversation. They don't exist. Now comes Obaminists with executive orders to curb the Second Amendment. And surprise, surprise, surprise. His administration is simultaneously pressing for more government oversight of the mental health sector. To make sure the mentally ill don't have easy access to guns, we are real, and we are really supposed to applaud this. Are we that stupid? Chumley, whose forthcoming book is titled *The Devil in D.C.*, believes this new rule is actually a clever political ploy. Many Republicans and gun groups will oppose it, and Obamaists will accuse them of not wanting any gun regulations, even those dealing with mental health. That's what the, that's what the Second Amendment says. That's what shall not be infringed means. No gun laws. None. Zero. Zilch. Got it? The problem with this rule is the same as the problem with Obamacare's other idea of denying guns to those who are on federal no-fly list. It puts a government authority, because Obamacare has made health care governmental, not private, in charge of deciding which names make the list, she argued. Right, there is no due process. You can't take away someone's guns because they're on a list, they were put on arbitrarily without due process. You you can't take away someone's right without going to court and getting a jury to to convict on it, and then you can take his liberty away and put him behind bars. Anyway, uh, the Second Amendment doesn't allow for that, pure and simple. The American people ought to react with rapid backlash to this proposed rule and flood the comment period with messages that demand its quick death. <laughs> people ought to... Rapid backlash. I, I, I don't know. It's not happening. I'm not rapidly, anyway. Mark Fitch, on the other hand, has different perspective. The author of Schmeckbert's How Ideology and Power Politics Are Disguised as Science has worked in the mental health field for seven years and sees another problem with the new rule. What I find most interesting is that the HIPAA laws are going to be suspended for the mentally ill for law enforcement, but not for families, Fitch told World Daily. As it currently stands, we can't tell a patient's family anything about them unless they sign a waiver saying we can talk with their family or caregiver. This could be nearly impossible with psychotic paranoid manic and delusional patients. In effect, we are saying that the FBI can have access to find out more about a patient's condition than their own family and loved ones. I have a problem with this because nobody should know anything the two of you are talking about cuz that's the way it's supposed to be. It, it, there was no exception, all oh, you but you can tell the you can tell the government if they are in if they are a danger to themselves or and or the public, they are required to act and report on it. Required. This is where a psychiatrist will commit you to a mental institution for observation. But, what do they say? They don't even have to report them now when they think they're a danger? Of course they are. All this is nonsense. It's unnecessary. All of the real serious ones that are a danger to themselves are must be reported already to the government. So, there you have it. They're do, expanding it to more and more people, and they're going to keep doing that until they they just keep expanding to the next group and the next Look, group. Look, you know, he already has about Anyone him. that disagrees with the progressives is crazy. Uh, see, I have the opposite attitude, and yet I'm not trying to take your liberties away, progs.
0: Again, how many scandals can this man have under his belt, and how many unconstitutional, impeachable...
5: There have been no scandals, haven't you paid attention? That was all made up stuff by Fox News Channel and the right wing nut jobs on the internet. Never had there were no scandals. Really, I guess he he doesn't care that scandalously you abandoned our embassy to jihadist nut jobs uh, killed, well, a whole bunch of our people, and that was our soil. You're supposed to defend it. It's our soil. They invaded the United States of America. And what did this administration do under Hitlery, rotten Clinton? Nothing. Hashtag Benghazi. Never let that woman ever forget it. Email her, Twitter her, Facebook her. I don't care. Whatever you do. Call her, talk to her, write her, whatever. Just bust her chops about Benghazi constantly she needs to go to jail and this is yes yeah, so you can tell the government but not the family why the family can actually do something a family can commit the patient can bring the patient to, to a mental institution you know oh well they can hold them for what is it 36 hours for observation three days
0: i don't know they change it all the time
5: um yeah i don't know this could be nearly impossible with psychotics and stuff, so they never tell them. The answer, according to Fitch, is to amend HIPAA so that families, not the government, have greater access to information about their mentally ill loved ones. Uh, I think that's a mandatory, that should be a mandatory notification. Your, your loved one is crazy. I think they have a right to know. Fitch also questions whether the new rule will actually be used against patients with only mild symptoms. If it's not, then the rule doesn't add anything to current law, he reasoned. If it is necessary that the patient be reported to the FBI, then they should probably be involuntarily committed to an inpatient unit, which would automatically prevent them from obtaining a firearm under current law, he said. There you go.
0: That's exactly what you said. Correct. Brian, we don't have to listen to this man about anything. You know, you
5: we don't. don't. You, you don't have to listen. You have to pay attention because this stuff is happening regardless of what you think. He's implementing it, period. What do you mean? Uh, you don't want to know what he's doing? Oh, let's not listen to the Obama's because he's destroying the country. What's more, Fitch said, increased reporting of mental ill patients to the background check database would not do much to prevent mass shootings because many mentally ill mass shooters are experiencing a break for the first time. So they may have broken no laws until their commission of the mass shooting. And current law prohibits their family from forcing them into treatment unless they break a law. If you want to get people help and treatment early, families should be empowered to force the patient to get help and be able to monitor their progress as they receive treatment. I'm sorry. I I, I got to be careful here. You talk about somebody's liberties taking somebody's liberties away should only be done under due process, because you know there's a whole kind of reasons that families might not like each other and you know use this as a way to be vindictive. You see what I mean? Some of you know because you have that kind of family. Uh, I know. I don't but but again
0: a again just because we say we don't agree with the progs we don't agree with climate that's crazy we're crazy, crazy. all well, that's all we have to say
5: but we say we we say progressivism is a, is a mental disorder so shouldn't all progressives be in turn for a time where they can be psychologically evaluated because only a moron works this hard to become a slave you're fighting for slavery you think you're fighting for i don't know what you think you're fighting for uh, but this left-wing, little progressive, socialist, copy fascist, fascist nonsense. I don't what you label it. I don't care anything away from the Constitution is evil, wrong, period. And if that's the case, Prague's must have a mental disorder because they work and they scream and they cry to for every law that's going to turn them into a serf. They have to be crazy. Why would anyone in their right mind work to enslave themselves? In turn, all the progressives, let's figure them out. No, not in mental rehabilitation centers like the left wants to do to us. Uh, no, just a place where they can talk to people on a couch for a while till they can solve some of their issues and get their brain unscrambled. Once they're able to think for themselves and they're not crazy anymore, of course they'll become conservatives. To not be conservative is crazy. Anyway, what does it do is open privacy laws to the federal government when the families of mentally ill patients are the ones who could truly make the difference. If you want to improve the mental health system and prevent the ill from obtaining firearms, we have to make the ability for families to get help for their loved one, whether the individual wants it or not, Fitch declared. Families are ground zero for the mental health system. The government is at the last in a long line of possible preventions, but sees itself as more important and consequential to the care of both the mentally ill and society. That is a mistake. First of all, the Second Amendment is my inalienable right. The only way you can separate me from that is to use coercive force to remove me from society. Whether that be I broke a law and you put me behind bars, or I'm crazy, I go to the loony bin. But you don't take somebody's rights away willy-nilly, and unalienable rights especially. Yes, owning firearms, right now those are called guns. Who knows what they'll be in the future. But whatever it is, we have a right to bear it. As citizens. I, all I gotta say is, he kind of frightens me too, because they the two behind this idea that Anybody can have something wrong with them. Everybody in this country probably does. If I, if I really wanted to look for it in somebody, I bet I could find a mental tick, if you will, uh, on just about anybody. Who decides what's what's mentally ill and what isn't? Again, who decides? You trust chiropractors? You know that the the whole medical profession has been polluted with progs but mostly psychology especially psychology and the social sciences etc um anyway so you want you want your like you want your rights taken away then go ahead and get behind this mental ill stuff because again all uh clinton took all the rights away from vietnam veterans veterans and anybody who was ever diagnosed ptsd i hate that of. Uh, can't get they're already on the list and they can't get guns they they went through that they they had lawyers trying to get them off the list It's like impossible you get on there with no due process but you got you gotta you gotta wrench yourself you gotta dig yourself out of there all right look all I got to say is this anything they're talking about to limit somebody's rights you must be very careful about. All right. Moving along. Speaking of Hitler rotten Clinton, we will never forget Benghazi. Benghazi, Benghazi, Benghazi. From the Washington the father of one of the men killed in the 2012 Benghazi attacks has dared Hitler rotten Clinton to a lie detector test. Charles Woods, father to former Navy SEAL Tyrone Woods, said Wednesday that. The then-Secretary of State told him that a YouTube video was the cause of the attacks, but now denies it. I would love to sit down with hitler Rotten Clinton if she'd agree to do it as well. You know, at the same table, by the same operator, and have a lie detector test, Woods told One America News Network. Woods, a retired administrative law judge, said he felt compelled to speak out after seeing Clinton's interview with ABC News, uh, the American Broadcasting of Communism. George Stephanopoulos, where she offered a different story. The three other families who lost a loved one in the attack have also confirmed Woods' story. Clinton's campaign team has not responded. This is surprising to you how. The, uh, the media is, in, is, is part of the progressive movement. Well, otherwise, they wouldn't allow it, right? We know what she said at first because we heard it with her shrill little voice. That it was just up out of YouTube video. Now she denies ever saying that. How could they do that? What did they scrub the internet of all the recordings? If so, th- uh, we're in worse trouble than I thought. All right, so uh, Hitlery. Bye, Hitler. I hope you're the nominee because there's no way you're going to no way you can win. I shouldn't say that. Look at one twice. I didn't think you could do it the first time yet on the second time. What happened
0: to the Benghazi investigation, Brian? What has gone the hell on?
5: Trey Gowdy is not a patriot. That's what's wrong. Sorry. He's, he's proved himself. We gave him plenty of rope and he hung himself. He has all the information he needs to put that woman behind bars. Yet, he hasn't even convened a grand jury. Why? Well, you asked Trey. <laughs> I don't know. Because I was on his side, man. I thought he's, he was going to be the real deal. And he turned out not to be. Turned out to be yet another Prague in Re- Republican clothing. You know, they're mostly progs now. It's, it's hard to find a Republican that is uh, not a prog. Anyway, as they used to say, it's the economy, stupid. Why? Because it is the economy, stupid. If we could get a free market, all the government controls would collapse. All their little levels of power would go away. But see, we, we can't do that till we cripple the government. We have to take the states back and cripple it by removing its funding for anything unconstitutional so that it goes away. That would, I'm talking about those agencies, the alphabets upon the alphabets up there. The layers of bureaucracy on top of bureaucracy up there. It's Actually, it's quite frightening. And what's more frightening is he's armed them all. All of them. All the agencies, even stupid ones, that you think, why would they need it? That, they all got SWAT teams. Every single one of them. And they must all have guns and bullets because that was a lot of ammunition and guns they bought. From USAtoday.com. Capping a disappointing holiday season, Macy's will eliminate more than 4,500 positions as part of a structuring plan to turn around the department store's slumping sales, the company said Wednesday.
0: Okay, now. No one this is remember. the mod.
5: All right. This is what this is the business model. This is what will work right now, and uh, and other things will not work as well. But you need to be both a physical store and an online store. You need to be able to do catch both of those sales in these kinds of markets. Um, if they're not going to do that, then they whoever's in charge of Macy's is a moron. You need to be a mail order business as well as a store, like Sears used to be. Once upon a time, the Sears catalog, remember? Used to be able to buy guns out of that before JFK got killed.
0: Again, also, though, do you remember the fight between Macy's and Donald Trump? And everyone said they were going to boycott Macy's?
5: No, I don't remember. Okay,
0: yeah, there was a fight between Macy's and... Donald Trump.
5: Who cares? This a fight. Trump's always fighting with somebody, right?
0: But most people, a lot of people, said they will never go to Macy's again, and now we're hearing. And, but like I'm
5: saying, if they listen to me, they will survive. They'll pick up online sales when they lost local sales. See, works. But if you've got, if you think you've got what it takes to reach the average person, that's what Macy's thinks good clothing, good this, good, you know, stuff at an affordable price. Do that online as well. You'll catch people that aren't even in the state all over the country. If you got something they want, they'll buy it. But nowadays, there should be no stores without an online store. It's just, I don't care what, I don't care if you're a little hardware store. You need uh, people, your local people need to be able to, find things out about your store like they look it up on never mind uh now i'm getting silly now i'm trying to teach people business (sighs) Uh, no i'm not the one to do it citing the need for more efficiency and productivity macy's plans to make several cuts across its stores offices and call center Include eliminating an average of three to four positions at each of the approximately 770 Macy's and Bloomingdale's stores. About 3,000 associates will be affected, but Macy's said roughly half are expected to be placed in other positions. Okay, yes, if you but- go, oh, think of it, you've got an online store, you're going to need more people in shipping because you're going to get more sales and you're going to be shipping.
0: Well, the other thing is how this doesn't include all the ones they hired for just the Christmas season, and they're letting go. These are just regular employees. Right. Okay, I just want to clarify that. Whenever you're ready.
5: Well, since you were talking, this must be a good time to break. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <music>
4: Socialists, you will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile.
6: Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800-764-9168. 800-764-9168. That's 800-764-9168. If you are
3: struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details, not available in all states.
6: I'm Sheriff David Clark, and I want to talk to you about something personal, your safety. It's no longer a spectator sport. I need you in the game. But are you ready? With officers laid off and furloughed, simply calling 911 and waiting is no longer your best option. You can beg for mercy from a violent criminal, hide under the bed, or you can fight back. But are you prepared? Consider taking a certified safety course and handling a firearm so you can defend yourself until we get there. You have a duty to protect yourself and your family. We're partners now. Can I count on you? This safety message brought to you by the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office.
5: Cooperative Radio Show, hour half of two. Anyway, restructuring at Macy's. Citing the need for more efficiency and productivity, Macy's plans to make several cuts across its stores, offices, and call center, including eliminating an average of three to four positions at each of the approximately 770 Macy's and Bloomingdale stores. About 3,000 associates will be affected, but Macy's said roughly half are expected to be placed in other positions. An additional 600 back office positions will be eliminated as well, with about 150 people being reassigned elsewhere. Macy's will also offer a voluntary separation opportunity to roughly 165 senior executives who meet certain age and service requirements. Total number of layoffs, discounting those expected to be reassigned, is more than 2,100. Macy's shares, which are down more than 50% from the 2015 high, jumped 4.8% in after-hours trading after the news came out. Down more than 50%. Well, you had to know Donald Trump had something to do with that. They they will never admit it, though. Anyway. Macy's shares, which are now down, uh, well, excuse me, after the announcement comes, as Macy's suffered a significant sales decline during the holiday season. Sales in November and December at stores open at least a year fell 4.7% from 2014. That loss contrasts with holiday spending overall, which was up 7.9% for the season, according to figures in one early gauge, the MasterCard Spending Pulse, released last Monday. Macy's CEO Terry Lundgren said the retailer faced difficulty due to unseasonably warm weather and lower spending by international tourists. He said about 80% of the sales decline could be attributed to the lack of sales of cold weather gear such as coats, sweaters, boots, and scarves. The restructuring plans are aimed at combining positions and streamlining the way Macy's does business, the company said. It also plans to close one of four credit and customer service centers in spring affecting about 750 employees. It will add 640 positions at its remaining three service centers. Macy's is also in the midst of closing 36 stores, first announced last year, which will affect another roughly 2,600 employees. The store will turn out the lights by spring. We don't have a Macy's, do we? No. No, we don't. Didn't think so. Lundgren said in a company statement that Macy plans to continue investing in particular In online and mobile experiences, and connecting those experiences to stores, so they are doing it. Online orders appear to be a bright point for the business, increasing about 25 percent over the last year in November and December. There you go. You got to you got to do them both, or just be online. You got you got a choice. Well, well, and that's you you know what can adapt, you die.
0: This is brings up crony capitalism again. That's why the government wants control of the internet. That's why they want to tax all the, you know, internet uh, sales. Yeah, all the internet sales because of this nonsense because of crony capitalism. That's why they want to do it. Correct. So that they can push the little startup businesses out of the way.
5: Well, no, you're mixing things up together. The tax thing—that's the states. State governments want those tax revenues because most states are in trouble. And they're dying for more tax revenue, so that's where the sales tax on the internet is coming from. Because the states would then you would have to send well, the store would have to send the tax and records to the state government as a sales tax, just like the just like stores do that are physically here. We don't want that. First of all, why do I want to give pay more for goods? We're No, look, no laws, no to new taxes. No, no more big government. No, no to everything they want. Just no. Anyway, as you can see up 25% more than makes up for the 4.7% drop, right? Because it's 25% up in that department. I said one would back, one would balance out the other. That's, That's how that works. Yeah, of course you're down as more people shopping online. So less people go into the store. People don't want to have to go to the store anymore. People are getting meals sent to them like meals on wheels. I mean it. It's ridiculous. It's a high end meal, oh I did who was it who who's the one we like? Dana Lash, she gets them, I guess. She's an advertiser for them. So she uses them. They're supposedly really good gourmet meals that you just have to reheat. And they send you Every, Every day or every week, I forget. I guess it depends where you live. But yeah, they got they got online grocery stores. Well They'll deliver it. Like, you you live in New York, New York, New York City? Yeah, they have, they have stores that you can do all your shopping online, and they'll deliver it right to your door. So you don't even have to go to the supermarket. Which, well, it ain't a supermarket in New York City. It's a grocery store, bodega, but... Anyway, yeah, uh, so... I don't know. We're becoming very different now. We've got these drone things, and that's going to change things, too, in so many ways. Privacy being a big concern. But, uh, yeah, they they wanted to see the government gets in the way. Amazon wanted to use drones. They immediately told them they couldn't. Why not? I think it would be great to have all my stuff delivered by drone because a drone can actually get to me. Oh, by the way, and uh, UPS, even in the summertime, they won't come up this dirt road even uh, to a couple miles down the road. They did once, and they never would do it again. But I don't understand. UPS says Brown goes everywhere, no matter where you are. Okay. I, they know where I am, but they won't come here. I don't blame them. It's a long drive. Anyway, moving along to Mises, Ludwig von Mises, an audacious champion of freedom from Mises.org. That's M-I-S-E-S.org. I highly recommend the site to everybody. Ideas are all important. Indeed, they are more powerful than armies, as Victor Hugo noted, but Ideas are advanced by specific individuals and, incalculated and inculcated in them and historically tied to them. I got a fuzzy tongue. I got to comb this. Hold on a sec. Uh, hmm. All right. That's better. How blessed are we that we have not a criminal like Marx, nor a monster like Keynes to follow, but Ludwig von Mises, a hero as well as a genius. Mises was not only a dazzling economist and champion of liberty, but no communist or Nazi nor central banker could pressure him into doing the wrong thing. Born in 1871 in the city of Lemberg, then part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, he moved with his family to Vienna as a young man. Mises' father was a high executive in the Austro-Hungarian railways. The grammar schools and gymnasiums he attended, super high schools in our terms, still have his records. He was recognized as extraordinary from the first. Mises excelled as a student at the University of Vienna, earning a doctorate in economics and law. He wrote a book on housing policy before encountering Menger's principles and becoming an Austrian economist. Uh, Mises clerked for judges and practiced law before getting a job as an economist at the Professional Housing Association. While there, he demonstrated that high real estate taxes were hindering new construction, a serious problem in housing short Vienna. Through his papers and lectures, that is, the pure power of his mind, he brought about a cut in taxes, leading to more instrument. More investment in housing. Exactly as he had predicted. Mises uh, Mises has denied... Oh man, what's wrong with me tonight? Mises was denied a paid position at the university despite publishing his astounding theory of money and credit. Before the founding of the Fed, he demonstrated that such a central bank would harm business and people to aid the government and its cronies, as well as bring on the business cycle of artificial booms followed by busts. Mises was an army officer during World War II, and we are privileged to have his medals at the Institute. At first, Mises was an economic advisor to the general staff. Then he was sent to the most dangerous duty in the war and almost killed. Guido Hussmann, author of The Great Mises Biography, discovered that the power of Mises' free market analysis led to his corrupt and status opponents hoping to kill him. There was a lot of money at stake. Still, the wounded Mises was decorated for bravery under fire and as a great leader of men under brutal attack. After the war, Mises secured a position as an economic advisor to the government for the Vienna Chamber of Commerce. He had been blocked from a position at the university by a powerful socialist and instead worked as a private docent and later a prestigious associate professor at the university, both unpaid positions. Unpaid or not, he used it to teach students and host his famous private seminar, which attracted top intellectuals from all over Europe. They remembered it as the most intense, rigorous and fun experience of their academic lives. Though working, in effect, two full-time jobs, Mises threw himself into his work as an adv- economic advisor to call for a fully redeemable gold standard. The central bank was furious. It turned out that the then-current system allowed officials to have a secret slush fund for themselves and friendly economic journalists. The vice president of the central bank even hinted at a bribe for Mises, if only he would be more accommodating it to compromise. Of course then, and throughout his life, he never would. The power of Mises' influence as an economic advisor was shown in two more important ways. Austria threatened to follow Germany into hyperinflation. Almost single-handedly, his persuasion prevented a repeat in his country, if not of all inflation, of the speed and depth of the German catastrophe. After the war, a coalition government, in part Marxist, came to power in Austria, Otto Bauer, a leader of the Austrian Social Democratic Party, a democratic party, and foreign minister, intended to introduce Bolshevism in Austria, but he listed he listened to his old school chum Mises, something Bauer resented bitterly in later years. Evening after evening, Mises persuaded Bauer and his equally Marxist wife that Bolshevism would mean mass starvation. Bauer was convinced. All this time, Mises was also trying to do his scholarly work, and he did while also paying full attention to his day job. In what would normally be his leisure time, for example, he wrote first his World Historic article and then his book on socialism. A fantastic book, by the way. Highly recommended. Just after the establishment of Bolshevism in Russia... He proved that with no private property in the means of production, socialism would be a chaotic and poverty-producing disaster. No planning board could substitute for property and market. Tragically for the world, it took decades more before socialists would admit, after his death, Mises was right. But the evil of statism also grew from another direction, and Mises was the first to see what was in store for Austria? Where did that why did this just update? That was bizarre. Uh where was I? Money credit booms bus. War. Brutal attack. Central bank was furious. Uh after the war. Nope. There it goes. Um sorry, this thing just had a mind of its own for a minute. <laughs> Your computer just went crazy. It, it moved the whole pa- the whole page up. Many pages. Anyway. So he was brain. right. He proved blah, blah, blah. The beast was right. But the evil of statism also grew from another direction, and Mises was the first to see what was in store for Austria with the National Socialists. Many colleagues credit him with saving their lives because they left in time. National Socialism. That's uh, Those are Nazis. in 1934, Mises secured the first and only paid professorship of his life at the International Graduate School in Geneva. It was a happy time for Mises, who lectured in accentless French and wrote in German, but by 1940, it was getting very uncomfortable in Switzerland. Already in 1938, the invading Nazis had ransacked his Vienna apartment and stolen his library and papers. Mises and his wife, Margit, Later, first chairman of the Mises Institute decided to go to America. They crossed France barely in front of advancing German troops, just making it into neutral Portugal and a ship to New York. Once there, in an academic community offering a professorship to all the European Marxists and Keynesians, there was nothing for the Neanderthal, reactionary, and caveman Mises. The intellectual climate of the New Deal was bitterly hostile. Even when the libertarian Volcker offered to pay his entire university salary, Mises was shunned for defending freedom and capitalism. Finally, businessman Lawrence Fertig, later a benefactor of the Mises Institute, was able to persuade NYU, where he was on the board, to allow Mises to be an unpaid, permanent visiting professor. Even so and deans gave him the worst offices and class hours and tried to persuade students not to take his courses. Yet, though in a new country at almost 60, of whose language he had only a reading and writing knowledge to begin with, Mises was undefeated. He restarted his weekly seminar, attracting such participants as Henry Hazlitt, Ayn Rand, Murray Rothbard, Important business leaders, journalists, and financiers audited his classes. This drove other professors, said Robert Nozick, wild with envy. But Mises, never compromising his principles, just moved ahead, uncomplaining, undismayed, and unhindered. And it was in the 1940s that Mises completed his monumental treatise, Human Action, in which he reconstructed all economic analysis on a sound individualistic foundation i got to get that book. I've never read that one. Any of the books I've mentioned, and he wrote many more, would be a significant lone achievement for a lifetime. It was one of the great moments of my life to have dinner with Mises and his wife while serving as his editorial assistant. He was 86 and magnificent. I can testify that Rothbard was right. He was trailing clouds of glory from a lost and better civilization. Pre-World War One Vienna. It looked speech, dress, bearing and manners. He was great he was a great European gentleman.
0: See, this is the type of of immigrants we want here. Not the crap that's coming over here. And especially not all the IT people that are coming here. We do not need
5: them. Our, Wait a, screen- a minute, why why are oh, that's not even the issue. They're making our citizens train them for their own jobs that they're losing. That is what's going on. It's not, oh, we're filling up these spots. I know, no, no. Numerous times I've been pointing this out for years. It's just another mass move again. That they are making them train their replacements from wherever they come from, Pakistan, India, whatever. They have to train them to do their job. And then leave. Uh, Tell me how they need those visas again. Because they can't find anybody to do the job? Well the people they're hiring had to be taught how to do the job by the people they're firing. And you don't see this as a cronyism problem with the government? Ugh. Because Mises was intransigent on matters of principle, some of his critics have denounced him as obnoxious. No, he was just uncooperative like me. He might have had reason, but as Rothbard, like Hayek, Fertig, Leonard Reed and so many others confirmed to me he was kind, funny, and generous no matter what he was put through. He was especially good with students or to a 23-year-old kid helping bring some of his books back into print as well as to publish a new paper. In the years after he died in 1973, I worried that his scholarly work was being neglected as well as his moral stature and the Austrian school was shrinking. We all need heroes, and he was a great one. So in 1982, I asked his widow for her blessing to start a Mises Institute and asked her to serve as our chairman. She was already a one-woman Mises industry, in Murray's words, and she was thrilled. Thanks to you and all our donors, our scholars and students, our supporters and readers, my fears have not come true. Today, the Austrian school is worldwide and growing in influence. Mises is increasingly recognized for the creator and hero that he was. As we carry the banner of Mises and the Austrian school, there is increasing interest in socialism. Keynesianism remains the official ideology of the regime. We have our work cut out for us. But despite everything, we are making great progress with young people here and around the world. They know they are being fed honeyed lies. They don't trust the professors who might as well be White House propagandists. And the political correctness on campus and social media repels every person of taste, intelligence, and judgment. Our young people and our faculty will not be silenced, and with your help, neither will we. We not only honor Mises and the greatest Missian Rothbard, we try to emulate the men they were and the example of lives well and truly lived, No matter what the obstacles. I I thought Hayek, I liked Hayek. Frederick Ludwig von Hayek. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, you can look up Hayek too. It's Road to Serfdom. I highly recommend that one because that's what we're on right now. Uh,
0: I like that they're concentrating on socialism. Both
5: of those books would be great.
0: You know, um, I like that they're concentrating on young people because that's what we have to do. You have to, the young we people have to the get the future. Everyone knows that, Susan. <laughs> yeah, that's why the progs have such a hold on them. Oh
5: yes, they do. And the, this common car is going to end it. It's going to be, it's over. Game set match.
0: Okay, we're going to have to go to a commercial really in a little while, Brian. So I want you to explain to them. I mean, not we have like three minutes, but I want you to explain to them the type of commercial we're going to be going to. Because we just All right, pieces. we're going
5: we're gonna to go to a long commercial break. How many minutes is it? Five. Oh, that's just a regular then.
0: <laughs> no, I know, it's exactly five minutes. Oh, this minutes. is the one yeah. I cut to five minutes? Yeah, exactly.
5: Okay. So on during the break, it's not just going to be commercial, commercials, and parodies. Uh, this is going to be a story told by two young economists at Econ Stories TV. Dot TV, EconStories.TV, I, ha- I believe I it is. I have it. Uh, anyway, they have these videos. This is one of them. I got the audio off of It's not complete because it's too darn long. <laughs> so it's, so um, it's still great, but if, there, if you want to hear the whole thing and maybe watch the video, you can go to EconStories.TV and check it out over there.
0: It is dot .TV.
5: It's good to be right.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised you remembered. That's <laughs>
5: I have a very efficient memory palace.
0: Oh, and by the way, before we go to break, we were watching uh, Sherlock last night. It's BBC America, Sherlock. And it was the episode, the new season episode, and his brother, in his dream, in Sherlock's dream, was telling him that they were uh, being threatened by this worldwide movement. That's going to destroy the very fabric of our of the world. And Watson goes,
5: "Socialism? Is it socialists? I was." <laughs> he, he did. And then what did he say after? It was another Oh, suffragettes! <laughs> is it suffragettes? <laughs> oh man, that was politically incorrect. I like like that show. I'm All glad right. they brought it back. Have you noticed what a elite show it is? It gets three and that's it. But we got to go to a break. It's a cooperative radio show. You stay tuned, cause this is really important. Economists. Same beliefs, new microphones,
2: new mustaches. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Here we are, peace out, great recession, thanks to me, as you see, we're not in a depression. Recovery, destiny, if you follow my lesson, Lord Canes, here I come, line up for the procession.
1: We brought out the shovels and we're still in a ditch and still picking. Don't you think it's time for a switch from that hair of the dog? Friend, the party is over. The long run is here, it's time to get sober. Are you
2: kidding? Look, your work's perfectly fine. Have a look, the Great Recession ended back in 09. I deserve credit, things would have been worse. All the estimates proven, I'll quote chapter and
1: verse. Econometricians, they're ever so biased. Are they doing real science or confirming their bias? Their Keynesian models are tidy and neat, but that top-down approach is a fatal conceit. Take yeah.
2: When there's a world war, you can carve all you want about
1: stats and regression. Do you deny World War II cut short the depression? Wow, one data point and you're jumping for joy. The last time I checked, wars only destroy. There was no multiplier. Consumption just shrank as we used scarce resources for every new tank. Pretty perverse to call that prosperity. Ration meat, ration butter, a life of austerity. When that war spending ended, your friends cried disaster. Yet the economy thrived and grew faster. faster.
2: To only see what you want to see The spending on war clearly proves GDP Unemployment was over, almost down to zero That's why I'm the master, that's why
1: I'm the hero Creating employment's a straightforward trap When the nation's at war and there's a trap If every worker was staffed in the army and fleet We'd have full employment and nothing to eat Not the ends in themselves People work to live better To put food on the shelves Real growth means production of what people demand That's entrepreneurship, not your central plan My solution is
2: simple and easy to handle It's spending that matters Why is that such a scandal? Money sloshes through the pipes and the sluices Revitalizing the economy's juices It's just like an engine that stalled and gone dark To bring it to life, we need a quick spark Spending's the life, that gets the flow going Ghost doesn't matter Just get spending You'll see slack in some
1: sectors as a general glut But some sectors are healthy, only some in a rut So spending's not free, that's the heart of the matter Too much is wasted as cronies get fatter The economy's not a car, there's no engine to stall No expert can fix it, there's no it at all The economy's us, we don't need a mechanic Put away the wrenches, the economy's organic
2: The situation we choose So what would you do to help those unemployed? This is the question you seem to avoid when we're in a mess. Would you have
1: us just wait doing nothing until markets equilibrate? I don't wanna do nothing. There's plenty to do. The question I ponder is who plans for whom? Do I plan for myself or leave it to you? I want plans by the many, not by the few. Let's not repeat what created our troubles. I want real growth, not a series of bubbles. Stop bailing out losers. Let's prices work. If we don't try to steer them, they won't go berserk.
2: Come on, are you kidding? Don't Wall Street gyrations challenge a worldview of self- regulation even you must admit that the lesson we've learned is more oversights needed or else we'll get burned oversight
1: the government's long been in bed with those wall street execs and the firms that they've capitalism's about profit and loss you fail at the losers there's no end to the cost the lesson i've learned is how little we know the world is complex not some circular flow the economy's not a classic and master in college to think otherwise is the pretense of knowledge
5: Welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour 3. Three. three. <laughs> Thank you, Econ Stories people. I, I used to know their names. I forget it now. Um, I've been back there. We should get back and check to see if they have another one. We're There might be a number three or four done already. Anyway, so did you learn a little bit about economy through a musical song?
0: It's by John
5: Papola and Russ Roberts.
0: They performed that in England in front of.
5: I don't know if it was the first or the second one. But the first one they no, did. No, not in front of the Queen of English. No. No, they were invited to do it in front of the uh, English... Uh,
0: I know, I can't remember it either.
5: Economists. The, 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 uh, the, 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 the School big- of Economics, basically. And he taught and and they basically taught a class in economics. They did more than just that skit. Then they explained how Austrian economics works, blah, 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 to the... Economists over there. It doesn't seem to have changed England that much. So, I don't know. Hasn't changed us either, come to to think of it. We're still a socialist nation. Crony socialism. From cnsnews.com. A new report by the Tax Foundation shows what percentage of each state's revenue comes from the federal government through federal grants and aid a sum that has, in total has reached 600 billion dollars a year that's more than a cylindra every year
0: this is what we that's why I'm so glad that we found this article I found this article because and that actually someone's reporting on it because we keep telling everybody to take our states back well you got to give back the money people how are you going to take your state back if you're getting federal money?
5: Well, that's one of the—that's unconstitutional. That's got to stop. All the money should stay where the people spend the money. Federal grants. In aid to state and local governments include payments for Medicaid, education funding assistance, infrastructure project support, housing grants, and other payments, according to the Tax Foundation, all of which are unconstitutional. For fiscal year 2013, which is the latest year for complete data, the Tax Foundation found that Mississippi got 42.9% of its general revenue from the federal government. And Louisiana came in second with 41.9% of its revenue from the U.S. Treasury. The states receiving the most in federal aid as a percentage of their general revenue in order were... Mississippi. Uh, I still remember learning how to spell Mississippi when I was a kid. I used to just run around saying it all the time. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Louisiana, forty-one point nine percent. Tennessee, thirty-nine point five percent.
0: That's a lot of percentage of general revenue in a state. That's
5: right. Look at Louisiana; it's almost fifty, and Mississippi, almost fifty percent.
0: No wonder they're turning freaking blue.
5: Yeah, South Dakota, thirty-nine. Missouri, thirty-eight. Montana, thirty-seven. Joe, I thought we were at the head of that. Well, I did too. I was
0: kind of shocked. I thought we were like at the top of the list.
5: We're near the bottom, at least.
0: Oh, that Georgia
5: thirty-seven, Mexico thirty-six. I'm leaving. New the ten- I'm leaving tens off.
0: New Mexico.
5: New Mexico thirty-six, Alabama thirty-six, and Maine thirty-five.
0: Why do the? Why do we need this money? Why can't we do this on our own?
5: Because we have all this progressive nonsense that we want that we can't afford to pay for. Because we're not really willing to pay for what we want and that's got to stop you want it you pay for it your state get does it it does it with state fu- state funds N- no federal funds none it's all unconstitutional get ready this is what's coming back when it comes back there's got to be real liberty all this nanny state stuff is gone so you better man up or they say out here cowboy up at the other end the ten states receiving the least in federal aid as a percentage of their general revenues were My God, Progland, Illinois, 25.9%. Progland, New Jersey, number 41 at 25.5%. 42, California, 25%. 43, Nevada, 25%. Okay, look at, what the heck? 44, Kansas, 25%. Look, some
0: of these states I could see, why in God's name would Nevada need that much in federal aid? They are a very rich state.
5: Are, so was California. These are the ones receiving the lease. Because the government has to have them under control. Everybody has to get money from the government. This way they, gotta, they have to do what the government this, says. This was a
0: real eye-opening because, oh no, they're coming. Everybody does! The kittens are officially released. Uh, again, these are relatively. Virginia is rich because of. Britain, I haven't Washington, got there, D. so you didn't let me oh, finish. Okay, so ahead. Ahead. I haven't got there. I'm just. This is an not, eye opener. Not there,
5: Brian. California. We're there. <clears throat> Forty-three Nevada, twenty-five percent. Forty-four Kansas, twenty-five percent. Forty-five Delaware, twenty-five percent. Forty-six Connecticut, twenty-three point four percent. Forty-seven Virginia, twenty-two point nine percent. Forty-eight Alaska, twenty-two point four percent. Forty-nine Hawaii, twenty-one point five percent, and fifty North Dakota at nineteen point zero percent, and uh, yeah, they're probably less and less in North Dakota now with all the the shell That's uh, why I'm surprised. I'm
0: surprised South Dakota was up at the top because South Dakota and North Dakota are both
5: no in the boom. No, it's North Dakota. It's, it's only boom. North. I think so.
0: I thought it was both.
5: Yeah, who knows? Watch, look it up. States with heavy reliance on federal grants and aid tend to have a combination of modest tax collections, reducing the denominator, and sizable low-income populations, correlating with greater per capita reliance on Medicaid, housing assistance, and other low-income and poverty relief programming, and with the greater share of federal education support, said the Tax Foundation. States with lower percentages of federal aid tend to have higher per capita tax collections, growing the denominator, and populations with lesser reliance on federal assistance, shrinking the numerator, said the Tax Foundation. I hate ta- I hate fractions too. I don't know why they're talking denominator and numerator. I'm gonna, I'm just stop it. In its calculations, the Tax Foundation noted that general revenues includes state taxes and fees, but excludes utility revenue, liquor store revenue, and insurance trust revenue. Sure. It's is that to make sure we trust insurance.
0: This is was uh, it boggled my mind when I read this. You I keep was, saying my, that. God, do you, do
5: you missed the do you missed the game boggle or something.
0: Uh, I cannot believe how entangled a mess we're in.
5: I can, because it's even worse than that.
0: Well, see, when it, during the Revolutionary War we were being abused because we were being taxed. And we were No,
5: being, that wasn't the only abuse. Well, no, it's not
0: the only one. But here.
5: Read the Declaration of Independence, folks. They'll tell you exactly what the problems are. Right.
0: But we didn't want anything from England except to be treated fairly. Here we're being abused. Except to
5: respect their English citizenship.
0: Here, the abuse by the federal government is because we're taking their money. It's sick.
5: That's not abuse by the federal government.
0: Yes, because then they're telling the states everything that they can Except do. Except
5: we are in charge of the states, and we can tell the state government not take money from the national government. Right? That's why it has to be done from the ground up, because the people got to understand what's happening and why. Or they they won't know that they have to change the way they look at things. That they no longer can accept all the things that they've lived under in in this tyrannical government we have. That stole power for itself that it doesn't have.
0: I was kind of shocked because all of our elected cockroaches here in Montana did not vote for the om- ominous bill. They voted no. Zinke, uh, Danes, Ibr- and- Yes. I yep. 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 I got a no- notification. In fact, from there you. was
5: one where Zinky broke with the rest of them and I needed to find out what that was. I forgot to write them. Because sometimes they don't—they vote against a bill because of a writer placed into the bill, then they're opposed to that, and without that, they won't vote for it.
0: Yeah, and all three of them didn't. And I, I even said that to you when I was reading it off, and you go, Tester even? I go, yep, <laughs> Tester did not vote for I it. Forget, what was that about? The omnibus bill.
5: Omnibus. I
0: know, but it's ominous. <laughs> it's an ominous, stupid it's bill. Also,
5: but it is also omnibus.
0: <laughs> it's going to kill us.
5: But they've passed omnibus bills before. They pass them all the time.
0: Yeah, but this one included all the money he wanted for all. That's this what piece they of, that's
5: what they've been doing.
0: The brown pieces of crap to bring yep, them here.
5: They gave him all the money funded through next April. I mean next September. So Yep, Nick Paul Sullivan. Ryan ain't all that.
0: And a piece of crap is coming to a neighborhood near you, ladies and gentlemen.
5: Yeah, they're gonna spread spread the pain, that's what they do. You have a button to push.
0: I do have a button to push, and it is ready to be pushed.
5: Push debudgeting. And now from
3: Hezbollah Toys, just in time for Ramadan. The good and peaceful people at Wacky.com and Hezbollah bring you the Jihad Joe action figure. Pull his string and he shouts, Allah Akbar and kill the infidels. Pull it again and Jihad begins to sweat profusely and screams, Everyone back up or I will blow myself up. On the third pull, Jihad Joe shouts, I am serious. On the fourth and final poll, Jihad Joe begins to say something we cannot quite make out before exploding in a dazzling and immensely gratifying display of holy fire and smoke. For added fun, dress Jihad in a burka before detonation. Get your Jihad Joe today. Supplies are limited, and once they are gone, thank Allah they are gone.
6: Coming soon. Burka Barbie.
5: Okie dokie then. Uh... I've got no, I got no one to give credit for that one. Sorry. Let's see where we are now. That must be this time for the fuzzy muzzy report. Can you believe people are upset that I called fuzzy buzzies? That's the nicest word I could possibly call them. Murdering, raping, pillaging bastards. Come to mind? Evil. Oh, that goes without saying. The Lucifer's religion. From World Net Daily, the cover-up of New Year's Eve sex mobs of Arabic and North African migrants in Germany continues to grow. Sex mobs? What is a sex mob? Cologne Mayor Henrietta Recker said Wednesday that women should adopt a code of conduct to discourage men from committing sexual assault. Gangs of migrants, illegal aliens... Went on a crime spree last Friday night, which overwhelmed police and left stores of women at the attacker's mercy. Yeah,
0: it's our fault. Not these pieces yes, of brown we crap. Have
5: to, we have to we have to, act like they want all women to act and wear burkers, right? That's what you have to do. You have to do all the things the female Muzzies do. Is that That's giving up liberty for what? I say just... Slaves. They should have slaughtered them when they went out on town like this. They should have slaughtered them. Each and every one of them. Kill them all with bullets with pig's fat on it. And don't let the family have any access to the body.
0: Hey, any of these <laughs> that they allow into my state, be on notice. You come near me, you are dead.
5: The mayor suggested women keep at arm's length from strangers, traveling groups, and ask bystanders for help. Yes, we should. Ch- you should change your whole life because fuzzy muzzies are here. No, the answer is to get rid of the fuzzy muzzies. Any way you need to, they need to go. They're evil, they're spreading evil, and there's nothing good about them. There's nothing good about Islam. There's nothing good about muzzies. Get them out of your country by hook and by crook. Otherwise, they are going to take it over. And allowing this, if this happened around me, I'd be shooting them. Even in New York City, I... I'd have been out there with a machete or baseball bat. I'd have taken these people on. That's what needs to happen again. The answer is not government. It's we the people. We the people are everywhere. We the people can defend each other. We the people can stop terrorists. We are the only group that can do this on a regular basis, successfully. Yes, cops can investigate, FBI can investigate, they can stop some things before they happen, or they can come after it happens, but you know what? Ugh. Who wants the government? The only way to beat terrorism, which is not centralized. That's a thing people forget. Oh Al Qaeda, we're no, forget it. They can affiliate with whatever they want. They can affiliate with nobody, no group. They're Muslim. That's the affiliation. That's all it needs to be. Cells there are cells by definition all over this country just waiting to activate. You have your weapons and your ammunition set up for when this happens because it's getting a bit sporty out here. Cologne Mayor Henry I. Reker said Wednesday, blah, blah, blah. The group suggested women keep at arm's length. It is important to prevent such incidents from ever happening again, records said. The Independent reported with this. This is how sick their countries have become they go after nobody for the for the looting the pillaging the raping are you kidding me it's time for people in europe to get guns and defend themselves and tell their government to go pound sand <clears throat> rakers comments appear To ignore the fact that victims, often traveling in groups, were systematically targeted by gangs. I don't think much of how to behave tips for women, such as arm's length, hashtag arm's length. It is not women who are responsible, but the perpetrators. German Justice Minister Heiko Maas responded Wednesday on Twitter. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? Pamela Geller, president of the American Freedom Defense Initiative, told Breitbart News on Wednesday that... Europe is doomed because there is a breakdown, a break between the people and the EU elites. People are going to rise up or they're going to succumb, said Geller, World Net Daily's Woman of the Year. Cologne's police department received more than 100 criminal complaints since last Friday. Similar attacks happened in Dusseldorf, Hamburg, Stuttgart, CNN, the Communist News Network reported with Nesday. We were at the cathedral and... From there walked to the Ludwig Museum and passed down to the Rhine. There were suddenly 20 to 30 men who surrounded us, and more and more came. An 18-year-old victim named Michelle told N-TV on Wendezde. It is. It was scary, mainly because nobody helped. I feel so dirty, so used, an 18-year-old identified under the pseudonym Anika said. Build reported Wednesday. For days of silence at the national level made the ordeal worse for victims. Outrage over the media blackout prompted German public broadcaster ZDF to apologize on Wednesday, Breitbart London reported. The news situation was clear enough. It was a mistake of the 7 p.m. Hoyt Today show not to at least report the incidents. Elmar Theveson, Deputy Chief Editor, wrote on the show's Facebook page. Bill accused German media seven days ago of ignoring stories that made Chancellor Angela Merkel look bad. Merkel's ushered in 1.1 1. 1 million migrants from the Middle East and North Africa in 2015. North Africa is part of the Middle East. The aftermath of the New Year's Eve attacks convinced a reporter for Huffington Puffington Post, Omai oh Deutschland, that a cover up was attempted. The media's handling of this issue is a slap in the face for every victim, Annabelle Schunk said Monday, WND reported. She added that television stations declined to give descriptions of suspects. A civilian investigator close to Cologne's investigations of the attack said nothing will happen to most suspects because. Quote unquote, the judiciary is lax and uses legal tricks in order to drag out asylum procedures.
0: Okay. It
5: sounds like the same problem we have here. Dang judiciary.
0: Uh, now, I just want to tell everybody out there don't you don't think that Obama could give a rat's ass how many of us women get raped because he doesn't care. Okay, just like Andrea Merkel, that's a woman for goodness sake. You want killery in the White House? Really? You think she's going to care? She didn't care when her husband I'm was sorry. raping people. I don't
5: consider her a real woman.
0: She didn't even care when her husband was raping people. She's not going to care if your daughter gets raped. No, she
5: doesn't care about anything except power.
0: And neither does Obama, neither does Valerie. They don't you care. Yeah, Obama's a
5: little different. Uh, the people running him, on the other hand, totally different. Like I said, I don't know who's doing it. And, and I always said it was someone from Chicago. Uh, I just don't know who the, the royalty, the king is on the... Well, chart.
0: Glenn Beck tried to explain he it. He didn't
5: get, he didn't, he didn't get close. Right. Um, but so again, we don't know who's doing what. I don't think Soros is behind it, frankly. I don't you know just, why everyone loves Soros as the one to go for You just for said
0: it. that the other day to me. You, you really don't think it's him.
5: I, I don't think Soros is doing it. I think he, he is doing his own thing and, in part, helping the progressive cause. But this particular thing, no. And he seems like he's really – he's actually saying he's really ticked off at Obama right now. Because Obama dissed him. So if if he could diss Soros, Soros ain't the man in charge.
0: Well, look at the brown pieces of crack from Central America. They're they're sitting next to your children. Does the government care? Does your local government care?
5: Oh, yeah, but let's get more gun control. Let's not, let's not put guns in schools. Let's keep them gun-free zones so that they're constant targets for any crazy that wants to kill them. Who's, oh, we're going to put guards. Yeah, you know, there was one, There was a guard. at One of them, I seem to remember this. And the kid walked up and shot the guard first, and then went in. So what the guard do? What does the guard do? They know where the guards are. They
0: they case the they joint. Go to
5: school there. They didn't case it. They go to school there. They know everything about the school. They map the whole thing out. They know if there were guards, they were taking them out. It's not a problem. Everybody has to have the potential of carrying a firearm. And it must never say gun-free zone again. It must say, this is a gun-friendly zone. Enter at your own risk. Cologne Chief Police Wolfgang Albers told Derek Express on Sunday that five suspects have been arrested. Yeah, that'll fix it. Five out of like 50. This is coming to us, to a neighborhood near you Yes, it is. It's just a fact. You need to peep these people out. These are the people Obama is trying to bring in here while he's saying, oh, we're overreacting, we're we're scared of orphans and widows, and we're not scared of orphans and widows per se, but yes, considering they blow up their orphans and widows, I, I don't like them either. Yeah, they
0: don't love their children too. They're
5: just walking bombs, is organic bombs waiting to go off. For God's sakes, keep them out of this case. It's absolutely incompatible with the Constitution of the United States, and it is absolutely incompatible with liberty. And it is the opposite of liberty. That's why. I, it's why you know it's evil. It is the absolute opposite of freedom, of liberty. It 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 literally translates to submit. Islam I means submit. It's also abhorrent to a Judeo-Christian
0: society.
5: Western civilization, that's what I said. Uh, Now, of course, I don't know, those people in Europe, I wouldn't call it Western civilization as much as uh, progressive land.
0: Oh, yeah, when they start doing the Star Wars uh, masses on Sunday?
5: Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) We've reported on that.
5: Star Wars. Uh, Well, the Vicar was a funny, but yet... Telling com- comic uh, series by the BBC. Yeah, nothing like having a, a horny vicar. Anyway, let's move on to another subject besides what you, you know Islam sucks. you got to just realize you have to speak out against it. You can't let the PC police put you under their control. You have to speak out to everybody no matter what they think. You to tell them the danger that this possesses. This thing is is designed to take over anywhere it goes. Here, anywhere, everywhere. That's the goal to take over the country. It'll always stay their goal. It's rooted right in the Quran. It's right there, what they are commanded to do. Alright. Moving along to World Net Daily again. Evidence of a jihadi technical college. In Syria, has shocked experts with the complexity of training its recruits are receiving. Some of the skills ISIS terrorists in Raqqa are learning include building remote control vehicles and producing homemade thermal batteries for surface to air missiles. Sunni radicals also have the ability to engineer self regulating thermostats that produce human like heat signatures.
0: Is anybody reporting on this? No. no.
5: Now. Chris Hunter, a former bomb technician in the Special Forces and advisor to the British military, told Sky News on Wednesday that it, its investigative report into the terrorist organization has produced a significant intelligence find. With this trading footage, it is very clearly designed to pass on information, to pass on progress in the research and development areas, and it gives us a very good insight into where they are now. What they're aspiring to do, and crucially, the diversity of the types of threats we might face, I would say it's an intelligence goldmine. Now, they're learning engineering and all this stuff. Wait, that violates the notion that all a Muslim needs is one book, and only one book, the Quran, is all anybody needs. Understand, in the Quran, if they're doing it for the purpose of jihad, or whatever interaction with infidels and lying to them and not telling them the truth this is encouraged by the quran over the accept, uh, over the things they're not supposed to do that's why the everyone's confused how could the terrorists be sitting here they're going out to topless bars and drinking and soaking cigars and and all this stuff and that's forbidden by islam and they were the ones that drove the airplanes flew the airplanes into the tw- twin towers Why could they do that? Because it was to camouflage themselves, to fit in until it was time to kill them. See, they, you know, if you're going to blow yourself up for jihad, you can pretty much, you know, claim anything. (laughs) You'll be fine. At least in their minds anyway, and that's all that matters. Uh, With this training footage, it is very clearly designed to pass on information, blah, blah, blah. Why did, why was that done twice? Um, the network and said it was able to identify terrorists from Syria, Tunisia, Egypt, Pakistan, Sudan, and Somalia during its investigation. The video was passed on to Sky News by remnants of the Free Syrian Army after it captured a terrorist trying to pass into Turkey. A defector who spoke with reporters said the video was not meant for audiences inside Syria and Iraq. The goal is to provide technical expertise to Muslim radicals who are willing to carry out attacks like those in Paris, France, on November 13, 2015 that killed 129 and wounded more than 350 others.
0: And we don't even know if that's correct.
5: Well, that's what we know up to date. Right. Hunter told Sky News that ISIS's ability to create human-like heat signatures shows the group should not be underestimated. They've really thought about the tactics of the different security forces, Hunter said. They second guess the potential courses of action those security forces might take. It's very clever what they've done. I don't like a story that ends with Muslims are clever sir We know they're resourceful, but that's all because they all they do is study how to destroy things. They never go and study how to build anything
0: or create anything oh. except something to destroy something
5: right. Like they'd be happy to create an H bomb, blow us up, but they don't. They don't like science, but they will use it. But they, it's it's anathema to them, and yet they can use it. This is this is the dichotomy of Muslims. It's a very strict book. They they have to very strictly adhere to. It's it's really difficult to do. But you don't really have to adhere to it if you're gonna martyr yourself for the cause. see that's the dichotomy at one at some point it's a sin for them to do that, and just because they're doing it because the furtherance of Islam now it's not a sin. See that's what confuses you about their non religion cult lucifer controlled bunch of crazy morons full of sand oh no the pleasure of selected of 1789 oh this can't be good no it was
0: today in 1789 we elected our first president and you're going to explain this again because everyone gets confused but before you do that it is time to announce where we are
5: that my computer fan is going crazy i know for some it's unknown bad reason.
0: I'm surprised that they can't hear it out on the radio because it's very loud.
5: I've run it. It's last I running hot. I don't know what that was. One, yeah, 162. Uh, something's eating up CPU. All right. Don't forget, if you want to listen to us live, you can hear us uh, at uncooperativeradio.com. You can also download the shows for free. You can hear us live every Sunday and Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time at uncooperativeradio.com. We are rebroadcast on Red State Talk Radio, which has two studios, A and B, 24-7 conservative talk radio. Our show is on Studio A Tuesdays and Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. That's obviously a rebroadcast of of the show. They're 24-7, or free listener line, to, so you don't have to use your data, but you can't talk to us. It's 605-562-4209. 605-562-4209. If you are listening live and want to interact with the show, the best way to interact with the show is when we're online. Use the chat function over at Spreaker. It works, and you can interact with the show that way. Uh, what else to say? we We're also can be found on iHeartRadio, iTunes. We're on TuneIn under the Red State Talk Radio banner and probably other places under the Red State Talk Radio. Obviously, everywhere Red State Radio goes, we go. We have a handful, at least, of uh, local AMFM affiliates. We'd like to thank them very much for rebroadcasting our shows at redstatetalkradio.com and let's see what else do I have to talk about um oh talk shoot we're still uploading the talk shoot don't worry if you're listening on talk show and lots of you are it gets uploaded every night after the show unless something happens and I forget but it goes it, it always goes up there so the shows will be up there as well and and there a bunch of people are picking up the feed from talk show so I it's all over the place um so just the best thing to do is just do a search and then pick your favorite way you want to listen to us. I mean, over at Spreaker, they've got an app for everything at com, An app for all kinds of devices. So go check that out. Ow. All right. The presidential election of 1789. Did I forget anything, Susan?
0: No, when you got through the whole show. There was no carryover.
5: Carryover, what's that mean?
0: Whatever we don't get to usually on this show, I put on the next show. Ah. Depending on how important and timely it is, you know. I see. Poor little computer. It's going crazy, Brian.
5: Yeah, there's nothing to clean either. Uh, I've opened it up. It doesn't have those little fins like the ones I used to have to clean. I don't know why it's running so hot, but it is. It's something eaten up by CPU. I don't know what's doing it. What? Let me get rid of this.
0: What that article? Just in case. In just in case, yeah, yeah. Cause we never know what's running on these articles. They just put these flash things. I in. know,
5: it's terrible. All right, now we're down to thirty-six percent CPU usage. See, so that's something on that show was doing something on that page. Yeah, something on that, on that web page, page. I mean, yeah, I was doing something. Where are we? Ah, from MountVernon.org. What else happened in seventeen eighty-nine, Susan?
0: I have no idea.
5: The Constitution was became, ratified. Nope, no, became no. it was bec- in effect. It wasn't put in effect to 1789. It was actually ratified in 1788. 1788 88, but we 89. didn't live under it until 1789. And that's a story about another conservative group for another day. But they got the after I after they went looked up after I told them that I, I basically basically made fun of them giving them an offhand remark. If you're going to if you're going to sit here and keep telling me we've been living under the Constitution 1788, you don't know anything about history. They, they went and they pulled the shirt, is, but that's what it used to say, and I was like, no, well, we didn't live under it until 1789. It was ratified in 1788. So it's a little thing, but it's pretty important. If you're going to make claims like we've been living under it, I mean, no, we haven't. It existed, but it wasn't in effect. So, from MountVernon.org, in 1789, the first presidential election, George Washington was uh, unanimously elected president of the United States with 69 electoral votes. Washington won the support of each participating elector. No other president since has come into office with a universal mandate to lead. Lead, yes. Govern, no. Between December 15, 1788 and January 10, 1789, the presidential electors were chosen in each of the states. On February 4, 1789, the Electoral College convened. Ten states cast electoral votes. Connecticut, Delaware, Georgia, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, and Virginia. New York, however, failed to field a slate of electors. North Carolina and Rhode Island were now unable to participate because they had not yet ratified the Constitution. Yeah, Rhode Island, big, big surprise, right? Uh, pain in the butt, people over there. Where was it? Constitu- After a quorum was finally established, the Congress counted and certified the electoral vote count on April the 6th. Washington was both an obvious first choice for president and possibly the only truly viable choice. He was both a national hero and the favorite son of Virginia, the late largest state at any time. Washington ascended to the presidency with practical experience, having served as the commander-in-chief of the Continental Army during the American Revolution and president of the 1787 Constitutional Convention in Philadelphia, which he chose to ignore what what they said in that conference and gave us the first bank of the United States of America uh, against Jefferson's and Madison's pleas.
0: Like, don't do this. And since he
5: ran the whole convention, (laughs) he knows everything about the convention that I do, which means he knows full well there are no implied powers in the Constitution. It could could never be. They never wanted to give him an ounce of power more than they had to. According to Article 2 of the Constitution... Each elector in the Electoral College possessed two votes. The candidate who received the majority of the votes was elected president. The candidate with the second most votes in the Electoral College, whether a majority or a plurality, plurality was elected vice president. Behind Washington, John Adams, who most recently had served in the first U.S. ambassador to Great Britain, finished with 34 electoral votes and became the first vice president of the United States. Being from Massachusetts, Massachusetts, Adams' election provided the administration a regional balance between the They're South wrong. and the North.
0: They, I got I had to look that up. They're wrong. They're saying, according to Article 2 of the Constitution, each elector in the Electoral College possesses two votes. It doesn't say that here. It says, each state shall appoint in such manner as the legislature thereof may direct. A number of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled in the Congress. But no senator or representative or person holding an office of trust or profit under the United States shall be appointed an elector.
5: Each elector oh, there it is. and the Electoral right. College possess two votes. Okay, there it Each is. elector, which is based on population taken in the newest census.
0: Okay, there it is, right there. I see how it's in the second paragraph.
5: But do not interrupt me mid sentence, just because Sorry. you have something to add. I got. I, I don't you need to do that.
0: I can't stop you. Otherwise, you just keep going.
5: Moving along, the the candidate with the second most was the vice president until the what amendment? I don't know. Eleventh. Should I read it's that? It's
0: the 11th or 12th. <laughs> Let me look that up. It's wow. the 11th
5: or 12th. I can't remember.
0: Now, everyone out there has to have, right, a pen and paper, gorilla tape on their head.
5: And a pocket dictionary. And a pocket constitution. constitution.
0: They can have a pocket dictionary, too, if they want. Yeah, if they need it. <laughs> okay, so I'm looking up the 11th or 12th. Is that what you're saying? Okay.
5: 11th or 12th amendments. Yeah, I know. Because it's still called Article. So the Bill of Rights, it gets confusing. It does get confusing. Because it doesn't say Article 1, but it's of Article 1 of the Bill of Rights, which is nothing more than a collection of amendments. That was supposed to ensure all those liberties were never violated, even though that it wasn't necessary because the Constitution didn't grant them that power before the amendment anyway. And I consider a mistake because it opened Pandora's box, and look how the courts have twisted and used all the words of the Bill of Rights to basically, we don't have any rights.
0: Yep, it is the 12th. The electors shall meet in their respective states and vote by ballot for president and vice president.
5: Correct. Did you see what it said, though? And vice president. Yep. It was intended that they be two separate votes, not one ticket. In other words, at all the candidates, which one do you want for president and which one do you want for vice president? That's how that works, two separate votes. But notice how they've t- the politicians have tweaked it so that it's the same. You, you, it, they pick, whoever the candidates picks who his vice president going to be, and then you vote for them as a team. That's not what it says. Think about the words. Even if when you really think about it, even just the words, it doesn't say that. Right?
0: It doesn't, and if you read on, it's, it's actually saying that they... Shall make distinct lists lists of person voted for as president, and distinct ballots the person voted for as vice president.
5: Right, two separate votes. And
0: they shall make distinct lists of all persons voted for as president and of all persons voted for as vice president.
5: And we don't do that. The vote the is one vote. They count for both. That's that's going around the intent of the law, and that's not that's illegal. Anyway, no no big surprise that it's illegal. Other candidates receiving multiple electoral votes were John Jay, 9, Robert Harrison, 6, John Rutledge, 6, John Hancock, 4, and George Clinton, 3. Five candidates split the remaining seven votes. Upon hearing the news of his decisive election, Washington set out for Mount Vernon to take his place in presidential history. Though filled with great anxiety, Washington reported for duty in obedience to the public summons and explained that the voice of my country called me. On April 30, 1789, at Federal Hall in New York City, the first capital of the United States, Washington took the presidential oath of office. With a hand on the Bible, a sacred volume borrowed from a local Masonic lodge and subsequently known as the George Washington Inaugural Bible. He said, I, George Washington, do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute the office of the President of the United States, and will to the best of my ability preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. At that moment, the Chancellor of the State of New York, Robert Livingston, the person who administered the oath to the first Chief Executive, exclaimed, Long live George Washington, President of the United States!
0: It should have been president of these United States.
5: Yeah. Back then, that wasn't an issue. <laughs> it's an issue now. It is
0: an issue now. And look, he, who, what did Obama swear to protect and defend? He,
5: he said all those words, he's not doing any he's of not, that.
0: He is completely shredding the they, Constitution. They should
5: have got that inaugural Bible, that Masonic one, because that's probably got hoodoo on it, and uh, make them, should have make everyone swear on that one, because it's a Bible of you can't tell a lie.
0: That's a good point. That really is a good point. They should have made everybody swear on the same Bible that George Washington swore on.
5: Yeah, because you know the Masons have done something to it.
0: Exactly. This is, is this ridiculous. This man that's up there is not impeached, Brian. He is th- the oath. He is literally not defending the Constitution I in said, any way, I shape, said, or form. Well,
5: his oath of office is faithfully execute the laws of the land. He's not faithfully doing it. He's unfaithfully not executing the laws of the land. Uh, he, no, he instead he's making law, instead of enforcing law. See, that's the problem. He nothing means anything to this man. That's why it, it should be a Bible with some kind of special hoodoo on it. Just because these lying pieces of crap are unbelievable, and he was bred for this by the progs. He was took along. He got to the point where he believes the crud that's coming out of his mouth. That's why no lie. Nobody looking at him can tell what he's lying because he's not lying. He believes it. See? That's how you get around it. And we didn't tell people about Studio B that our sh- over at Red State Talk Radio that our show was broadcast on Sunday night at 12 a.m. Eastern, Tuesday night at 9 a.m. Eastern, night, day, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, 24-7 to listen line, 518-712-0045, 518-712-0045. But that's all available to you on the website. Go to redstatetalkradio.com. And while you're there, please sign up for the free newsletter. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to like it. It's informative. It's it's to the point. It's not too long. I like it. I'm sure you'll like it. If not, you can just subscri- unsubscribe. We don't, you know, we don't even follow who unsubscribes or anything. It's no big deal. You just don't like it unsubscribe but give it a shot
0: you know mark levin had john Locke on his show yesterday i was listening to him and he was he had another John interview. Locke
5: is dead john Locke is the father of uh natural law
0: yeah this is the guy that the gun expert
5: his name is it's lot dear oh is it a lot
0: <laughs> keep getting them confused
5: <laughs> like you know in, like in the bible with the wife turned yeah. to stone okay
0: and, sorry john lot sorry. <laughs> he was saying he was at the the whatever university that caesar was at when caesar was there and he literally walked up to him and said you know i know your views about the second amendment but you know maybe if we can get together we can discuss it and he said obama just looked at him like he like wrinkled his face and turned around and walked away and this is and when he was getting elected to senator as Senator, one of his things was, I believe in the Second Amendment, he said. And they played that clip.
5: You have to believe in it, it exists. But when he says that, he doesn't mean he believes in following it. He believes all of our rights are allowed reasonable restrictions because the Supreme Court has got all of us to accept that. Well, it's wrong. There are no reasonable reasons. No, no, none. No, none. There are no reasonable infringements on your unalienable right they are not for goodness sakes they're not allowed to do any of this stuff before the bill of rights the bill of rights was supposed to ensure that they couldn't even be misunderstood that you can't do that and yet what happens they use the bill of rights words against us i was with madison when he said this is a mistake and i said it on PatriotsPub.us too i said that it's that would be a mistake
0: and you notice new york was always a pain in the butt the freaking, well, the, New York
5: uh, is the most powerful. That's why they're a pain in the butt. No, Rhode Island is always the pain in the butt.
0: Well, even when this happened with George Washington, the first White House was in New York, and they couldn't even vote for him for president.
5: The, what do you mean? They've, no, yes, they did.
0: No, New York did not.
5: Uh, excuse me. New York were amongst the nine required ratifications of the states. You are absolutely wrong. I'm
0: talking about what was in the Stick article. to women. No, no, I'm going to look in the article, Brian. I
5: don't care what the article says. You shouldn't either. You should already know this, just like I know this, just like my listeners already know this. You sit here. All how can you not know? How come you don't understand how things work, Susan? What were the Federalist Papers about? New York, however, failed
0: to fought, fought, field a slate of electors. They did not vote for George Washington.
5: They didn't. Yes, but not because of what you said. They they failed to for whatever reason, find people that were going to become electors. They they didn't, for some reason, they just didn't. I know. But, but they a- had, that all the ratification was mostly about New York ratifying the Constitution. That's the Federalist Papers. Uh, New York and uh, one other state, but it was mostly New York.
0: Yeah, because they walked out of the convention.
5: Right. and so That's what I'm saying. They're they had pain. no <laughs> idea. No, that's not a pain. <laughs> they were right. I'm sorry. I said it at the convention. I'll say it now. Constitution should have required 100% ratification as laid out in the Articles of Confederation. Any changes to the AOC's require 100% approval. We went with only 9. And I I felt that made it illegal. And it was illegal. But eventually the rest of the states ratified it and that made it legal. So at this point I can't complain about that. Uh, So that was was an issue though at that time. Um, Now this is 1789. Without New York ratifying the Constitution, it wouldn't exist. So they did, because that happened in when 1788, right? That's what you said. You don't know that? Well, that's what it happened. That's just when it actually was uh, the uh, it was approved. It was ratified in I can't remember the exact month i'm I'm thinking it's in the, it was in the fall of nineteen eighty eight and and then it would not go into effect until x i forget the month in seventeen eighty nine and the reason was they had to do all this they had to- you know create a structure for people to vote yeah you know th- this whole thing had to be created just to get the first vote going, so that's why there was a time period when it was ratified, but we weren't following it yet
0: well, but you're bringing up a really good point that most people don't realize this was a completely new form of government. It would have been done a lot easier if we we went with all the
5: other old governments. There has been no newer type of government than this one. There can be no improvement on the government we were given. That thing up there is not the government we were given. That's the government we all allowed to happen. And I'm sorry if you feel like you're not in the group, the collective group that's responsible, because you've been a conservative since you were born. Uh, Sorry, still wrong. (laughs) Look, enough is enough with the political correctness. If you're going to use political correctness, social justice, all that, as a Republican, you're you're a progressive. We don't want any more of that. That's just big government nonsense. I'm sorry, I could survive without the government's help. And so could you, if you just stopped relying on it. So the, I guess the real message is to learn the Constitution, to learn about our founding, to learn about our founding fathers without political nonsense or deconstructionist histories to, to paint America as the most evil thing on the planet, even though, when in fact, we are the most honorable and good country in the world. There is no better country than the United States of America, even though it's turned into the USS of A. It's still better than the rest of them. It's, it sucks, but it's still better than the rest of them. Really, I had some guy complaining about the wall. This old, the old stupid saying everyone goes, well, yeah, and the walls could be used to keep you in too. I'm sorry. Now, this is what I told the president. You figure out what you would have said. Uh wait, I forgot. What was that kid's name? Who? No, just what was I saying?
0: You were talking about uh, the wall keeping us in.
5: Oh, yeah, they always the say that, that could be used to keep us in. And what I said is, okay, when uh, crap hits the fan, where are you planning on running to exactly? What country do you want to, or do you want to leave the country now? Where do you want to go? What country? Where are you going? What country? Oh, I'm going to go anywhere. Well, that's my point. The wall won't keep us in because everything out there is worse than in here. So, well, what difference does it make? That's a real what difference does it make as opposed to Hillary. And I see, I see Mark picked up rotten Clinton.
0: Can you tell the folks before we go where to uh, find out about history?
5: Well, there's lots of places you go to find out history, obviously. But if you go to patriotspub.us, patriotspub.us, that's my was my project uh, on the founding of the country. What it all all that was happening around the time when we were moving towards rebelling against Britain? Why? What was going on? The politics, the taxes, the and on and on it goes. We cover all of it without pol- without any without any politics at all. I w- had it, I ruled with an iron fist on that over my two colleagues, and uh, we did our best to not introduce even the slightest bit of uh, today into it. So PatriotsPub.us, please listen from episode one. It's a podcast. Please listen from episode one, and if you want to follow along with the resources we used, we tell you what it is on the show and you can read along if you want to buy the history book in the beginning that we're using for instance uh or you want to follow us when we're doing the constitutional convention and you go to you go to uh the avalon project and follow us during the convention day by day we'll be reading it to you you can read it while you listen if you really want to learn that's the best way to learn i found is to when you read and listen to something at the same time it, it makes it sink in better Anyway, the whole point of it is to put everything in context, historical context. So please, do not skip. Start at episode one, follow through. Now, some of the numbers start going out of sequence. That's because uh, we canceled shows for one reason or another, and uh, they're numerically counted over there. So, so there might be, there will be some gaps, seeming gaps, but it, there are no gaps. I've gone over it. There are no gaps. Ignore. So, patriotspub.us. Free to listen. Free to download. Free to share. Free. <laughs> Let's be free.
0: Unlike our country right now.
5: Yeah, no, 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 don't get me started on the country right now. Uh, <clears throat> well, right now it's after Christmas, after holiday. the The holiday hangover is worn off for people out there, and. All the, the rosy glasses have turned clear, and now we got to face another year of reality. Well, Another I, year of Obamacus.
0: I told everybody on my show, the Women of the Revolution show, which you can find on TalkShoe.com, about women's roles in the revolution. You, We are shocked to find out all the misinformation that we have been fed and all the information that has been kept away from us. So I found out that we... Um, what I'm calling for people to do this year is to educate themselves. Well,
5: where do they find the war on women? I said talkshoe.com. I said the war on women. The women of the revolution. <laughs> and you just answered like it was a fact. Yeah, the women of the revolution on talkshoe.com. Women of the revolution. Just do a search at talkshoe.com. And with that, I am out of time. This is your Cooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to cooperativeradio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're
0: at it.